Simpsons Index, an online spreadsheet that is also a podcast. This is the podcast. Coming out of the dank in Newtown, this is the Simpsons Index, episode 52. Hello, I'm your host, Elliot Chernil, and joining me in the dank tonight is... I didn't have anything prepared. And finally... All right, let me see. First name, first name. Well, whenever I'm confused, I just check my underwear. It holds all the answers to life's important questions. Call me Abraham Simpson. Nice. How did you take your underpants off without taking off your pants? I don't know. (laughs) And joining me in the dank tonight is Danny and BT. Hello, guys. How are we doing? We are doing well. We are well fed, aren't we? Oh, my, yes. So, my, yes. (laughs) Quick food (laughs) index and a slight hint of an episode coming up. We had ribs. Mm. Guys, what did you think of ribs? I thought ribs were good. (laughs) (sighs) It's a man fighting a food coma right there. Oh, I might need both of you to help me take my belt off soon. <laughs> <laughs> done and done. That's what All we're right. here for. But you know what else we're here for? We're here to do The Simpsons Index. Yes, the podcast where we watch and review three episodes of The Simpsons at a time. But the catch is, each episode comes from a different decade. And as I said at the top of the show, we're coming out of the dank, and this is the last time we'll be coming out of the dank. No. But you won't know that, being podcast. We might... Uh, they'll know. They'll know. In their souls. Yeah. You have sensitive soul system index listeners. There's a subtle nuance to the dank that seeps through yeah, speaker the systems. You can tell. You, oh, can, yeah. you, you can hear the dank. You can smell it. <laughs> Lean up to your headphones and sniff them. You mm-hmm. pudding. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm moving to a new place, as I mentioned a few episodes ago, but don't worry, fans, we're actually moving into a proper studio with, like, egg carton uh, foam on the walls and shit. Yep, I ate a lot of eggs to get them. <laughs> Name to be announced uh, mm. once we... Yeah, you gotta get, get in there, you gotta feel it out. Oh, yeah, it, yeah, you gotta get crazy drunk and then wake up with it scrolled on the roof and then get really cranky at your landlord. Mm. <laughs> That's my plan. Well, anyway, uh, that's the new change, but it's all business as usual here, where we just watched an episode from the HD era. This was season 24, episode 22, Dangers on a Train, written by Michael Price, first released in May of 2013. In this episode, Marge accidentally signs up to uh, uh, Ashley Madison, what they call it, Sassy Madison Palport website by accident, but it then strikes up a friendship with a guy named Ben. And meanwhile, Homer is trying to build a train for Marge and Homer's wedding anniversary. And in trying to keep it secret, he's accidentally pushing her away from him. Guys, what did you think? I think you just basically finished the review there. (laughs) (laughs) It's really a one-sentence sort of episode. Yeah, it's like two, maybe three sentences, but all the plot points are completely covered just then. Everything. That's Good yeah. work, man. I, I'm 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 pretty content with that. Okay, so moving on. What episode have we got next? <laughs> Coming up <laughs> next, we're going back to the 19th season. No, no, no. So, uh, what what did you guys think of this story? Another, you know, uh, pushing the limits of Homer and Marge's relationship episode. Well, first of all, they've done this earlier and better. Which and one do you mean? Again uh, and again and again. Again and again and again and again and again. Um, I mean, like uh, Space Coyote, or uh, the yeah. one where Homer gets a bowling yeah. ball yeah. and uh, for Marge and then drops it on the cake with Jacques. Oh, uh, yeah, Jacques. yeah. A bit of infidelity. Infidelity playlist, you know, this and the Mindy <laughs> and yeah. Yeah, yeah. As, as I was saying to uh, Shag over ribs, this is one where there's just, there's no real, the big problem with the plot for me is there's no real conflict. Marge is like, I shouldn't cheat on my husband. I'm not going to cheat on my husband. I didn't cheat on my husband. The end. Yeah, it feels like it's missing a main segment of a story structure. You know, your beginning, your middle, your end, your your conflict to overcome the the dramatic twist. There's nothing to it. It's it's lovely and sweet, but yeah, it felt like the whole thing was a first act. 
Yeah, that's fair. I mean, I guess they went for it because Ben, the character, was a pretty pushy sort of guy. And Marge sort of, every, at every turn where Homer sort of was avoiding her or pissed her off or something, she would go to him. Because mm, he was secretly working on the train. Yeah, yeah, and I could see, I mean, there's this misunderstanding where he's like, oh, I'm pushing away for a good reason. And she's mm. like, oh, I'm getting pushed away into the arms of Ben, who actually didn't seem that bad. He seemed like a nice guy. He was happy to take it slow and coffee, although he would have preferred to watch movies together innocently. Yeah, um, yeah, innocently. Wasn't that sc- I, I don't know, man. He didn't come off as scary as Jacques or as the well, Spanish guy in the flashbacky flashbacks uh, yeah, episode. Yeah. But he's Sorry, still I said Hispanic. He's still on like a cheating website. Yeah, that's true. And in that post credits. Uh, where they were doing the parody of the ad song. Yeah. And they had Terrible. said, after their resolution, he went back on the site. Like, yeah. that pissed yeah. me off because I liked the re- resolution with Ben and Ramona's characters. Yep, but it's- instead he tries to date Selma. They just yeah, changed oh. their mind as an afterthought. It felt weak, mm-hmm. undercutting the actual episode in the credits. It's it's past past your story. You're not yeah. allowed to change major yeah. plot points there. No. Because my big gripe on this one is uh, at the end, Marge is like, I'm just going to do what I've done for the last 10 years. Just grin and bear it and put on a brave face and just go along with it. And then it's like, yeah. the train doesn't fix that problem. It's it's a nice sentiment, but if that's what you've been doing for 10 years, yeah. uh, a mole kitty train is not going to suddenly patch that. No, but, yeah, there was a better way to write this episode, but, you know, for the most part, I think I liked it. Oh, yeah, there's definitely some good jokes in there that I quite laughed at. Mo- wrote down yeah. some notes with some up arrows, which means good. Mm. Ooh, up that's how my That's how my nar- arrows work. There was the, the, the classic double play with Homer's getting hammered and the cuts to Homer getting hit with a hammer. And the they thing. did a lot of those jokes yeah, at great yeah. effect, I thought. They were, they were good. I felt like they were... It felt like they were doing the same joke twice when, like, Mo said the strippers are here and there were guys stripping <laughs> the train. And then it was only, like, a minute later when Homer was getting hammered and getting hit by a hammer. Yeah, but that feels like a, a reoccurring bit within the episode, like the comedy of errors sort of stuff. Yeah. I, I really yeah. dig that, actually. Well, two is a repeat, three is a, you know, joke. I'm pretty sure they did at least three of them. I wasn't paying that much attention. Uh, I did feel like Homer's camaraderie with all his barflies chipping in to oh, help yeah. his anniversary. Yeah. That was super to me, cute. that was the sweetest part of this this episode, you know? Yeah, it was really a friendship story, more of a romance one. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll get into the questionnaire. First, uh, the guest stars for this episode, can you guys guess who they were? Dan uh, Castellaneta. Seth MacFarlane. Yep. Because he sang at one point, that's like in his contract. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. If yeah. I guest appear on your thing, I must sing. Uh. <laughs> hey, it rhymes. What, he's got a good contract. <laughs> I didn't all pick rhyme, it, all but as soon as Beach said it, I was just like, oh, yeah. No. And I'm singing a jazzy tune because yeah. I'm Seth I wasn't McFarlane. sure until he Seth MacFarlane sung. Yeah. Then, yeah. Uh, uh, you probably didn't get Ramona. That was Lisa Lampanelli, who I only know because of the Comedy Central roast. That's right. She's in stuff. Yeah. Um, goes on these roasts and calls people dicks and people call her a slut and she thinks it's funny. I'm sure she has fans. Anyway, so on to the questionnaire. <laughs> that was where we're roasting her on the podcast. <laughs> anyway, so the storyline. So we've already covered, yeah, the Homer side of things, but yeah, the Marge side of things, her sassy Madison palport. Mm. Yeah. So she signs up for this because she thinks she's ordering Homer snack cakes. To me, that felt weak, by the way. Yeah. Um, Marge is not that stupid. No. I mean, Typing in sassy Madison instead of Dolly Madison, that's a big stretch, not noticing it, somehow getting far enough through the site to enter your names and credit card details, still having no idea. If it was a cupcake site, surely you already clipped on cupcakes, ordered, and like you're in checkout or something. 
Yeah, and then it wouldn't be. I'm, I mean, I have, I've not been on Ashley Madison. I assume they say, "And what kind of fuck are you looking for?" Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Why would Marge give her sexual orientation details to a cupcake website? <laughs> yeah, I mean, hostess ask, but that's because they're weird. <laughs> there was another parallel import in this uh, show as well with the uptown vaginal. What do they call it in the end? <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> it's equally fucking creepy. I have no idea. <laughs> Rectory. Yeah, Upton Rectory. Oh, oh. Yeah, a rectory is like the back part of a church. So instead of Downtown Abbey, it's Uptown Rectory. Still sounds like up the butt, for yeah. those of you who don't know your, your religious naming of buildings. Rectum. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Barely knew him. Um, <laughs> no, he's right, though. Abbey, Rectory. It's it's a churchy joke. That yeah. Doesn't, doesn't really land with, I think, atheism is a large part of the planet now. We're getting there. We're working on it. Go atheism. <laughs> like and subscribe. <laughs> so what do you guys think of the Upton Rectory uh, gags and story part? Uh, it's part in the story. Uh, it existed, that's for sure. Yeah. I don't think there was s- gags to it. Um, I think it was, I mean, it was clearly being used as a device to make her think more about leaving Homer. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it was all, oh, it was like the stick with your wife uh, fortune cookie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> maybe you should follow your love. Who am I to judge you? Yeah. Hmm, maybe I should follow my love. Uh, my my Marge yeah. voice is not on point. The bits where we cut to the show were boring. There were no good jokes to mind from that. Yeah. I do like it as a, you know, this sounds like something Marge would be into that Homer wouldn't be. So I like that as as a use, as a device. Yeah. yeah and, it, and it makes sense that, yeah, Homer wouldn't be into it. So Marge would want a friend who was also yeah. into it. Dude, why not watch it with Lisa? She'd love that shit. Mm. Because she's too busy uh, having pillow fights with Bart in this episode <laughs> and doing nothing else, really. Yeah. Yeah, good yeah. point. <laughs> <laughs> and was that the the how to host write a murder Agatha Christie thing that walk on at the end there? Sorry, what? At the end of the Upton Upton Abbey did Upton Abbey. Um, Uptown girl. <laughs> Upton girl. Was it, what's her name? Was it Agatha, uh, Miss Marple that walked on at the end? I, I mean, I didn't think so, but... In in purple, what? being all like... With the Bombay Sapphire? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess. Wait, that's a type of gin. Um, gin, jewelries, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Your anyway, woman will love either of those. It didn't really <laughs> go anywhere. It was just... I, th- I think the point of the whole show was yeah. just to be like the flat... The, 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 the street sign that you drive past that says cheat and enjoy <laughs> or something yeah it's a shame because the i think that's what they were going for with the upton abbey parody being pretty boring and like yeah like yeah. super dramatized but yeah it just came off as boring and not interesting to me for real i mean why put it in your show it's i mean they do the same thing with street sign when homer drives past any sign or yep. the diet diet signs when he drives yeah. past gets the point he gets the message through like that and the show can move on quickly but because there was no hint that marge was really tempted by him yeah that's... no it, she honestly just came off as more needing a friend rather than yep. you know needing a good real, hard lay for real um, wow or a soft lay and yeah, although Ben was hitting it hard, it didn't really come across. But anyway, play count. How many times have you seen this episode? <laughs> Beach, how about you? Uh, this will be my first. Yeah, I've seen this twice. Um, Good for you. <laughs> was it just to do research before the podcast? I didn't actually research this one. Ooh, Ooh you're going in unprepared like the rest is commando style. <laughs> <laughs> 
No underwear, no ID. <laughs> I'm not wearing any underwear now. I know. <laughs> you can see. I'm also not wearing any pants. <laughs> <laughs> it's the old nude podcast. Set your imaginations to stunned. You know, we want to send off the dank in the right fashion. And nude. tonight's fashion is birthday suits. <laughs> <laughs> Did this feel like an episode of The Simpsons? No. Yes. No. Mm. Look, yes. I, I feel like not enough happened to really say no. I, Everyone's more or less on point. Homer's doing something stupid but sweet, so he's done that plenty of times. I feel like the characters felt like the characters, yep. and the themes were there. I mean, uh, Marge growing distant and Homer being not a great husband, but at the same time, Homer trying his best to be a good yeah, husband. Yeah. All of that stuff was there. Um, but at the same time, the pacing felt really strange, mm. and the story structure really kind of hit me as lacking in that, we talked about, we mentioned it, how it sort of feels like it's missing an act, like it's missing conflict. Yeah, that's a really and good point. It, the Simpsons don't do that. They know how to structure an episode. Yeah, by season 24, they should. Yep. I mean, it, it felt very paint by numbers, really, but yeah. incomplete because you didn't have yellow and you're like, ah, oh, we'll just keep going. Yeah, what you guys mentioned about it's missing a heavy moment uh, rings really true with me. I think that's the big glaring flaw of this episode. Mm. And in that, that's how it doesn't feel like an episode of The Simpsons. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas I think Homer's perfectly straddling the line of jerk-ass Homer. Mm. He's, and well-intentioned Homer at the same time. Yeah, yeah. he's well-intentioned. He is oblivious. And the good material comes around from a combination of those things. Like his over-exaggeration of his back pain. I loved that. <laughs> and then when it goes into Marge finally leaving the room and he does that like little flip and his giddy little, hee-hee, I'm getting away with this. She's going to be so happy later. Yeah. Not realising he's accidentally just pushed her away a bit. My gosh. Driving her into the arms of her uptown lover. <laughs> <laughs> She's been living with his uptown brother. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> No. <laughs> <laughs> and so let's talk about the wackiness of this episode. How was the whack? Lunch Lady Doris makes out with Pimply Face Teen. No, no, no. That That's was. Not uh, Doris. Yeah, that was her sister. It was Doris. Come on. No, it was. Come on. It was her sister. It was Train Lady Troris. Yee. <laughs> You're both fired. I'll finish this alone. And with good cause. <laughs> <laughs> no wackiest thing. Marge isn't that dumb. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's, that's fair. Um, yeah, as well, because Patty and Selma go, oh, that's sassy Madison. And you're thinking of like lolly Madison. And she goes, oh, it's okay. Who cares? Homer will think cakes are great. So yeah, she's that dumb that she thought, oh, the, this site's close enough and it's not got any pictures of cupcakes, whatever. Credit yeah. card details. Has, has a bunch of photos of <laughs> scantily clad yeah. couples. That is what but... I thought this episode was about, by the way. What? Credit card scam. She's just entered her email, her credit card details into the internet. Yeah. Suddenly, well, boom. You know what I thought was going to... Because Ashley Madison had that big hack a couple of years ago. Yeah. So I yeah. thought yeah. this was going to be she's accidentally logged onto that. They do the whole release thing. Mar Homer finds out Marge is on this cheating site. He thinks she's looking for something else. There's a uh, conflict and drama and That's explosions. a great story. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> Save that one. <laughs> Might use it. Ah. Yeah, there was a little bit of wackiness, though, when uh, they're doing the flashback at the start of the episode and Ned Flanders offered to babysit Bart and he's being a... Oh, he called him a scampy shrimp. Yeah. That was great. Oh. Scampy's a type of shrimp and a shrimp's a type of shrimp. Uh, and you say, yeah, you little scamp. Oh, that's clever. Yeah. So, yeah, Bart launches onto a mannequin and starts sucking on its boob as an act of rebellion? No, uh, no that was before Fair Flanders. Honestly, freaking babies do that. They're like, this is roughly boob-shaped. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You got nephews, man? Well, yeah, but every time I've held them, I've had to like keep them away from, from my chest boobs? because 
They get confused? Man, they would. I mean, <laughs> try suckling on your mighty man teeth. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. It's because of my beard. It tickles their face and they hate it. That's fair. That's, That's fair. fair. Yeah. Yeah. It's nothing about your chest, man. It's, it's like. And my you, chest is equally as hairy as my dude, chin. You could make a, a boob face and they'd be like, eh, yeah. it's a tit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's like how parents sometimes see if their kid's hungry. They put a finger in their mouth, and if they start sucking, I'm like, well, they obviously are hungry. Oh, there you go. Is that a true fact, or is true that like fact. a beach fact? No, I've literally seen this happen. Wow. Yeah. There you go. Uh, parenting tips on the Simpsons Index. For real. <laughs> parenting <laughs> tips. Don't have kids. <laughs> Get an Xbox. <laughs> and a hot plate. I did say it in that voice. Too, uh. right? um, but yeah, all the like Bart bouncing on the water fountain and stuff. Yeah. I, but that was like... Lo- background whack it was background whack i kind of liked the shot of him just scampering around them because it looked it, it was like really face huggery the way yeah. he was like crawling around them and then he pauses <laughs> so that homer kisses his butt instead of kissing marge yeah, yeah. Cute. um during that whole we never get any time to ourselves yeah moment yeah i quite liked their romantic montage afterwards mm. cute you keep using that word. <laughs> uh, that's exactly what it was. Uh, it was beautiful. I think the uh, the French music was really... Oh, I'm sure it was from something. Maybe... Uh, I think it was Love Story. It was Love Story? Love Story. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Beautifully. Beautifully placed, of course. Um, I thought the montage was nice. I, there was the, the... the When they go through, like, the tunnel of love that was, like, an inch long, and they come <laughs> out, and their hair is all disheveled. Yeah, yeah. Yep. They're kind of implying Lisa was conceived on this train. Yeah, because <laughs> it's in called that the, tunnel of love. Yeah, it's, oh, because the they're right, Lisa. Lisa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a silly but funny joke where Lisa was like, "I was named after a train," and I was like, "Yeah, like Bart was, like Bart was." <laughs> and they had this adventure before, like <laughs> I, I guess trains just get them going. Yeah, I suppose. And trains and montage music. I loved uh, Homer's little. I'm working on the railroad. <laughs> yeah, that was great. Why are you singing that song? Public domain. The public domain. <laughs> they love the meta jokes here, which yeah. is funny because sometimes I hate them, but ooh, when they land, they land. Yeah, they cut away quickly enough to Marge doing more plot exposition. But yeah, that they don't was point funny. a finger at yeah. it. Uh, they're making out in the glass elevator and everyone just like laughing at them. Personally, I'm like, why would you laugh at these people? It didn't seem that weird. Oh, yeah, and that was sort of seemed like it was just there to set up the Nelson going, ha ha, his first word, I'm going to give him champagne because yeah. I'm a bad yeah, that mom. that was yeah. weird and creepy. Yeah. I quite liked when they were making out in the changing closet. I actually thought they were having sex. Then the door opens and I'm like, whoa! But no, they had like trial clothes on. Yeah. And then they put the trial clothes tie on the yeah, thing. Yeah. And that was great. That was really that was Oh, yeah, yeah. That's a great gag. Yeah. <laughs> it was visual. It was quick. And it mm. wasn't too smutty. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and to, you know, make conservative shag here laugh. <laughs> you know, you can't have any boobs or butt or no, the raciest thing he's used to is Uptown Abbey. <laughs> oh, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll Abbey up your town canal. Re- uh, rector, oh, rectory, hardly knew where that doesn't work either. Okay, we'll fix that in post. How about the heart of this episode? <laughs> <laughs> no. No, come on, man. This was a very sweet episode. It like, Homer the whole time was trying to do lovely things for Marge, and despite the, the comic misunderstandings, they, they resolved their anniversary yeah. in a wonderful, loving... It was loving. It was, there was a lot of love in that episode. I'm going to say, much like Homer's uh, anniversary plan, the intent was there. However, it just didn't work. So you mean he had heartfelt emotions, but no, it you just, didn't, it didn't reach your cold, no, stony exterior? No, it's not stone. It's titanium biocarbon. <laughs> it's okay. very tough to penetrate. Yes. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Get soft, the touch. 
<laughs> okay. Yeah, I, I kind of agree with you. I, I, I don't know. Sometimes I think for a HD era episode, I think they hit it enough. The majority of the material was good around it, I thought. And, and especially uh, getting back to montages again. Yeah, Homer's little montage where everybody's helping build the train that was mm-hmm. great and um no i think i think the friendship points were good and i i think it's more my my spite for this one comes from the fact that they had the pieces of something better and they just didn't put it together right not badly just not right yeah i guess it was missing that a uh, big moment was holy fuck are they gonna is she is marge going to like and I guess they had the building blocks for her too. Mm. There was there was more that could have been mined there, and I just kind of I guess I'm just sad it didn't go there. As they say, the greatest this tragedy is a wasted potential. Mm-hmm. Um, a little bit of heart. You got uh, Reverend Lovejoy. He'd love to help in this train, <laughs> this train storyline. Oh yeah, finally putting those trains. I, I like they called him because hey, you know stuff about trains. He's like, do I ever? <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah, and I mean there was still there was some. Good jokes, and there were some really eye-rolly jokes as well, so... Yeah, um, and uh, bad jokes, man. Marge's little fantasies, sorry, getting back to the wackiness, really bugged me. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't want to go on a date where Homer is too fat to, you oh, know, yeah. got to cut him out yeah. of the house. I found a kitten under my full flash, and I left my cleaning stick. Come on, you did that joke better. Yeah, the cleaning stick thing's been done. with a rag on a stick. Exactly. Yeah. Now that's fat humour. <laughs> <laughs> with a ph and an f mm-hmm. that is now that is terrible spelling <laughs> when they do that nine year flashback they got this i i rolled my eyes and put a down arrow next to it where they're like oh honey i'm like borders books i'll always be around it's like, uh, i get so it yeah bad. yeah oh and what was with patty and selma's jokes it's got more of that and then mexico's got headless corpses this, yeah this, that this was town's it. got more creeps than mexico has headless corpses it was like ooh. that was uh a little on the nose yeah. Oh. Probably a bit lower down about the neckline. Thank you. <laughs> oh, you're, you're, you're a terrible robot. Uh, to, to bring it up, I did like Sassy Madison's slogan was cheat, stray, love. Yep, yep. Uh, I was on board with that. Um, what else has enough yep. arrow? Let me have a look. At oh, it. yeah. Homer arguing with himself. He's like, yeah. quick, think of an excuse. Hey, I'm not, you're for thinking, I'm for doing. Yeah. <laughs> his brain takes a vacation from his other brain. Yeah. Yeah, I felt like that one took a little too long, but it then did. when they came back to it, when they referenced it again, I thought it was funny again. So yeah, it's like one of the one of those jokes where it did actually come around good at the end. Mm. Yeah, Marge's fantasies and then Homer's uh, too fat to even do anything and and then, yeah, excuse for Seth MacFarlane to have a song and dance number. Yeah, stupid. Um, that just dragged yeah. out so yeah. long. And like, especially when they go to the efforts of the animation to make it look slightly different, it's just such a shame when the bits don't land. Yeah. Well, okay, I'm going to say here's something that un- underpins the, in- well, underlines my problems with the episode almost entirely. Is uh, So the build-up is, you know, the anniversary is two days away. Oh, it's one day away. And then the de- morning of the anniversary, a title card comes up and says, the anniversary. Yeah. And it's like, we know this entire yeah. episode has been yeah. about the anniversary. You've built, you've told us timeline, and the episode just either assumes you're so stupid you don't realize that's what's happening. Even though Bart and Lisa walk in first and go, "Happy anniversary!" It's like you told us with a title card. You've been telling us the entire episode this is happening. It's the everything is gravita- gravitating around. Yeah, and then you have the kids say it, and you, you know, it's just like, why? Why are you telling us so many times? We know mm. for drama. That's not drama. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, hardly not even heart. So, yeah, anything about the else about the heart you want to mention? I did think the twist on this one was that Ben would be end up being a creep, and he wasn't. So, props for not being a creep. Yeah, 
Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, which they again ruined in that post-credit sequence. Yeah, but that like seriously chopped the episode off where the resolution. Even though the resolution, when they get to the heart moment, and Marge is like, "Oh, uh, you know, I've learned over these years in marriage. You know what I've learned today? Um, yeah, uh, yeah. Don't keep secrets, except like the train one, which is a good secret. I love my homie. Yeah. See, that was it wasn't a great note, but it was a much better to, one to end on than to have this extended credit sequence that was terrible yeah mm. and ben and ramona do already hit the resolution by that point where they're like well she's like let's go home and go through your browser history there's a bit of a hint that maybe things aren't gonna work out well yeah because he does do it my browser history what's that oh boy yeah, uh, yeah it's not a that's not a happy ever after resolution although really how much worse is it gonna get she already knows he's on sassy madison yeah yeah so you're hearing extra marital upton abbey friends Someone to take up the Abbey. <laughs> and if she's a... Let you, no, no. Carry, <laughs> carry on. No, not doing it. I know where you're going. Don't. <laughs> I'm going up the rectory. Damn it. I told you not to. Yes or no, would you watch this episode again? I don't think I want to have this conversation again. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know that I would. Mm, yeah, not without provocation. Yeah, it's like, background enough that you wouldn't notice it, though. Yeah, exactly. You know? Like, if I'm doing something else and it rolls on, I'll be like, oh, hey, a train? I think I've seen this one. So does it pass the hangover test, though? <sighs> I'd sleep through it. So, yes. I feel like I'd nap. Yeah, I wouldn't turn it. I wouldn't change it. Let's, okay, let's assume you can't sleep. Oof. Yeah, it's one of those ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guts are hurting. Might yeah. need to get up in five minutes. You don't know. Mm. How far is the remote? Let's answer <laughs> It's really going to come down to this. <laughs> you think it's uh, between the couch cushion. You can kind of feel it under Ooh. your butt, but you're not sure. I'm trying for the couch cushion. If it's not there, then I'll continue. <laughs> but if, it's, if it is, then nah, we're skipping. So maybe we'll watch it again, maybe under certain circumstances. What playlist would you put it in? Infidelity. Yes, the infidels. Computers. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Marge learning to use a website. You could... No, don't pair it with Marge Gamer. That episode sucks. Hey, if you're on this one, I think yeah. Marge Gamer we actually liked a bit more than this one. So. Uh, at least laughed a bit more in Marge Gamer. That one just had the problems of like bullshit storytelling. Yeah, yeah. I uh, will say I do like uh, the bit where Marge has a little dream bubble of Ben and kind of just like pushes it aside instead of it disappearing. Yeah. So they, they've done a few interesting things with uh, dream bubbles. So dream bubble interesting uses. Yeah, one thing that uh, caught my eye with the dream bubbles is that the backgrounds weren't white, they were coloured in. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it looked a bit different than your standard dream bubble. There's bit, something yeah. to yeah. latch onto. A bit, a bit more romantic. Ah. Homer building things. Oh, yeah, you yeah. Put it with the, the, the barbecue pit. Yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. And the roof <laughs> fixing, I guess. Oh, no. and, and Ned's house. Yeah, yeah, you could. <laughs> he did that. Um, all right, let's go through our notes and see if there's anything else we want to talk about with this episode. Uh, I have Grandpa Toast. I don't know what that means. Oh, um, Homer's like, oh, we've already been together one year. Uh, so nuts to everybody who said that we'd never make it. And That's right. Grandpa's like, I stand by what I said in my toast. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. I like that bit. I assumed I meant like bread. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, but again, in the post-credit sequence, Grandpa had another bit where he's just jabbering on, and no, the jokes that he's jabbering on. And by this point, you know, the song's been bullshit for a minute. The credits have been over, and it's like, come on, episode, just end. Yeah, I'm yep. hungry for ribs. Get off the stage. <laughs> um, I also like when Marge bumps into Ben at the supermarket. Maggie draws the A on him, the scarlet letter. For the mm. you are, you are mm. literature, literature enthusiasts out there. Oh, I thought it was just like an A for asshole or something. No, it's for adulterer. Oh, is it? Mm. So what does the uh, the lobbing of the tomato represent? 
the lobbing of a tomato. <laughs> you know he's right. The rat symbolizes obviousness. <laughs> so the Otto back and forth, that was another example of a joke that was yeah. one beat too, four beats too many. Uh, where the medical marijuana cart pulls up, you know, here's something that people actually want. I did like the lead into that. Was like some, something people actually want that we'll send them to the food court instead, oh. instead when they're getting when they're getting rid of the kitty train, but they're bringing in the medical marijuana kiosk. Yeah, and it just went into this whole extended thing with Otto and we take this while watching Fantasia. Hey, don't hang around my kids. They just really drive like them to school. Drop marijuana in at every opportunity, don't they? Well, now I mean, there are the, this show comes out of LA. It's got to be like a common part of daily life there. Not the way they present it, though. No, yeah. it, just, it feels like the kind of jokes that the people who make the um, Reefer Madness movies do. Yeah. If you do a pot bong, you won't be able to look after children or drive a school bus. <laughs> yeah. He he toked a hemp rope once. Ooh, took a pot needle and now look at him. <laughs> yeah, or it feels like the agenda of like like drug-using writers. How, you know the, the weed friend who suddenly all he talks about is his weed campaign and his no. gotta build bongs out of everything within the room and... Have you ever watched The Simpsons? On weed! Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, by the way, support medical marijuana legislation in Australia. <laughs> no. And check out my new bong on my Instagram page. No, medical marijuana is an absolute essential. The fact that we're not doing is absolutely bullshit. Mm-hmm. Especially for me and my headaches. <laughs> you do get so many of them. <laughs> From not having enough weed. And having too much stuff in your rectory. <laughs> you know, no, just, no say it enough, it keeps coming back, buddy. <laughs> no amount of medical marijuana will help me with that. Did you say medical marijuana? <laughs> <laughs> that wascally medical marijuana. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's high, Doc? <laughs> okay, okay. All right, yep, yep, we're done. Uh, and we're back. Marge's line where she goes, oh, Marge, why are you watching the commercial again? I like animation. That was weird. Yeah. Was that a, trying to be a meta joke? No. The Simpsons are animated. No, I think that was just, we paid for this bit and we kind of want to milk it a little bit harder. Yeah, what do you guys think of that Ashley Sassy Madison commercial I have anyway? a weird feeling Ashley Madison has an ad that looks like that and that's what it's part of parodying. Maybe. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't say it really grabbed me anyway. No. I mean, kudos for trying an alternate animation style. It went a little longer than I expected it to. Yeah. Same like the whole the whole episode. Felt stretched out. Mm. You know, out and of, yet too short. Yeah. Uh, and then they rehashed it for the credits, and that was terrible. Mm. Yeah, it, it didn't pay off at all. Like, within itself and then with its second reference, it all did it. I like the bit with Upton Rectory where it was like, Upton Rectory, sponsored by... Hooters. <laughs> that was good. And a generous grant from Generous Grant. <laughs> yeah, I was on board with that. It was good. That's just, there's just not a lot here. It's, yeah. All right. L- uh, final notes uh, before we rank this thing. Uh, I think I'm out. How do I check? There was a good Wiggum and Lou corner in this episode. Because mm, it was brief. Yeah, it was brief. And yeah, like, Marge drives past with her everything's fine face. And she figures like face of- a woman who's not happy with her partner. And Lou's like, <laughs> you're telling me. Yeah, <laughs> and just that little Ooh, face that he's got. Great, do a visual gag for the podcast listeners, Elliot. Fucking, <laughs> <laughs> fucking fifty-two episodes. Such a he did that face perfectly. Yeah. Thank you. If you if you could see him at home, you'd be in hysterics. <laughs> you would lose your breakfast. You would laugh so hard, or lunch, depending on what time of day it is. Elliot, the voice of the consummate professional. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, uh, they say ten-year anniversary is aluminum. That is accurate. Oh, is it? Yeah, really? The traditional one is aluminum. For some reason, the modern one is diamond. It's so, a- uh, 
Except in this country, it's aluminium. Yeah. Uh, And Homer's little pork joke. He knows how many pork chops are in the freezer. Awful. Zero now. No. (laughs) Eating frozen pork chops, man. I heard you shudder at that. Yeah. Frozen and presumably raw. Like we were saying, yeah, cold ribs, you know, that might be pretty good. Uh, Or a cold cut, we call it. Mm. Yeah. Cut from cold. All right, well, I guess it is time to rank this thing. Thank God, because I'm dying. Yeah, for <laughs> real. Who wants to go first? Should I go first? No, yeah. because first I've got to say, on the Simpsons Index, we rank using our six-point scale, which starts down the bottom at failure. Oh, yeah, it does. It does. <laughs> <laughs> and then maybe if the episode's meh, you give it participant. And if it's good, bronze, great, silver, excellent gold. And for the best of the very best, those kick-ass episodes, you give a cubic zirconia. And let me go first. I'm going to show you how it's done. How's it done? Giving it a bronze. Just, wow. just, wow. just, 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 just. Ashley Madison have your information, don't they? <laughs> 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 they know things. No, um, look, it's it's only just over this line. On another day, I might say participant. I, that's all I've got to say about that. BT, what do you think? I must be on that other day because I'm saying participant. It just skirts by, but there's just so little anything on this that, I mean, there are a few good jokes, yep. a few heavy eye-rolling jokes. The plot's not bad, but it feels like it needs more to it. It, it feels like there's a big gap missing. But mm. overall, it passes without offense, and therefore it gets the participant med- medal, which is like made out of paper and has like a "you good" written on it. So you stick it on, and you take that home and put that on the recycled fridge. paper. <laughs> and Danny, round us off. Oh, look! I think participant is objectively the right answer um, because we've gotten to the end of I don't even know how long we've been trying to milk this episode out what 40 minutes 45 minutes we are so under time on this one Good. <laughs> I, half and we have nothing waffling. to talk about we have nothing to complain about we have nothing really good to say normally on the on, on the good ones and the bad ones I have a big rant about here mm-hmm. but and that's about all I have for it. Yep. I'm going to forget this one. I know I will. I'm struggling now, and I have the notes next to me. Yeah, we watched a half hour of this shit, mm. and there was a train. It was sweet, but it wasn't amazing. I saw a train. This is forgettable. This is forgettable. So that's a participant for me. Yep. All right. Well, this will be a shiny participant. This will be joining episodes like The Bob Next Door and Marge Gamer. and Both those episodes were better. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> look, this one I actually compare a lot to Falcon and the Dome Man, the um, Kiefer Sutherland one we reviewed oh, with yeah. Jordan, yeah. where that, to me as well, just got over the line. Mm. Um, even though there wasn't actually a lot there to love, there was enough, I thought. You're, you're a very caring person, and it troubles me sometimes. So much more happened in that episode. There were fight scenes, there were car chases, there was, like, the guy frozen in ice. There was yeah. stuff, things. There were things in that. This is, like empty cake well i guess what i like about this episode is like it is a later hd episode yeah the stakes are lower but the characters are themselves and no one's pissing me off like even mo who usually they do really really gross rape gags with these days Mm -hmm. like his it was like oh god he he was kind of dare i say a cute peeping tom joke (laughs) yeah he's like disguised as a bush he's like yeah i sell these online to like-minded people i thought that was like a a dendrophilia thing (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I mean, it might be, you don't know. It's yeah. like the furry costumes, yeah. but for um, people attracted to shrubbery. Mm-hmm. They call them fernies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hope that's true. Well, I also hope it's not true. Just right in. Look, I- I'm I'm not into it personally. I don't want no shrubs. Uh... Boo! Boo! <laughs> 
Fire me. Hey, hey, you know what? If anyone in the audience can make a better uh, dendrophilia pun, <laughs> you write in. P.O. Box. Um, anyway, so that does it for our HD episode, being that we can't fucking think of another thing to say about it. No. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I gave it bronze and I'm saying that. Um, so now we're going back to season 19, and this is a coincidence because in episode 19, now that we're in the dank for our uh, last dank recording, I wanted to do a little bit of nostalgia here. Mm. You remember what happened in episode 19? No. We did our famous sideshow Bobathon. Hey! Wow. And in season nineteen, they was I, was I there for that? Yeah. That... Oh man! I, I think re... you fell asleep halfway through the, the oh, last yeah. episode. But... Glory days for Dan. Mm. <laughs> Curled up in a sunbeam. It was adorable. <laughs> it was really quite cute. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Um, and we're going back, and we're watching the sideshow Bob episode, Funeral for a Fiend. We'll be back. I have a bad feeling about this, Chewie. <laughs> <laughs> and we are back and we just watched an episode from the teens era it was funeral for a friend season 19 episode 8 written by michael price first released back in november 07 in this episode sideshow bob is back and he's brought the whole family with him. The plot is also fucking convoluted as fuck, guys. What did you think? First of all, isn't it funeral for a fiend? Oh, did I say friend? You did. Uh, you want to take it again? No. So, guys, what did you think of funeral for a fiend? Oh, uh, I have some notes. You do? <laughs> he has reams of <laughs> Look how, yeah, the scrolls, they go, like, we had to get several more notepads. Oh, yeah. no, he is going to ream this one and you... I, d- I don't even know where to start. Uh. I really don't, because just from the outset, this episode is convoluted, constantly yes. what we accuse Simpsons of, just... Explaining something, doing a gag, explaining something else, doing a gag, and just nothing is connected for any real purposeful reason, even though they try and present at the end that they'd been that doing this whole complex. It was clever plot. all along. Yeah. And, uh, oh, yeah. Now, before we get into all the thrashing I'm going to give this, let's just say there were some good jokes, uh, and like the dialogue and stuff did, was actually. It, it, w- it, was, look, it, was, it was hit and miss. Yeah, but it was participant to bronze level. It was, yep. you know, yeah. I got some good chuckles out of this. There were some definitely. Some of these notes are, uh, you know, good joke lines. Uh, it's just the plot in this is so bad and so stupid and thinks you're so stupid that you'll be entertained by it. Yeah. It's insulting yeah. and it's dumb and it ruins its own legacy. I think every time it's about to be funny, it steps on its own foot, you know? Yeah. Its um, own giant foot. Yeah, yeah. They start out with the TiVo thing, and that's kind of interesting, and it felt like, uh, I mean, clearly, the, the, the whole point of, of going to the thing, getting the TiVo, watching the ads, Marge feeling guilty about the ads, suddenly they see an ad, and the whole point was to move them out of there. Yeah. And I hate, you guys, I'm sure, are aware of my pet peeve where they snip the first act out. Oh, yeah. Like that. And for a plot that, you know, for Acts 2 and 3, we're trying to weave this complicated story that was going to be, you know, uh, expertly solved by Lisa at the end. Like, <laughs> this, is, this first act is essential time that they needed yeah, to, to craft to, to craft something or anything resembling a good idea. Yeah, it's the first... Because uh, the, the, what really finally kicks off the plot is I see an ad for the steakhouse on the TV. How many episodes have we had where they just start by watching TV? 
they uh, they bought a device that was designed to skip commercials and they uh, like supposedly yeah. went ages without what how long was sideshow bob waiting for them to come uh, did he um uh, did did he did show that commercial to everyone in springfield I mean, or yeah. america yeah. it was just on network television so why did was no one else showing up for that yeah how did he possibly know when they were going to be watching tv other than all the time i suppose why did the plot go from hooray we never have to watch commercials again to suddenly we have to watch commercials what yeah. the fuck is the point of this because yeah, um, marge had guilt about who it who are we supposed to empathize with so yeah, talking about the story for the first question, it, it's just a fucking mess. Uh, Marge's like thing, like just felt so inconsequential. Like even with itself, because it was just like we're buying TiVo now. We uh, and it's great. Yeah. Like yeah. Uh, pretty much announcing it as soon as it happens, and with that itchy and scratchy cartoon as well, where mm. it was medium ochre. Yeah, and um, they broke it up into two, and like that felt weird because like that's they not never a, do that. Yeah. Like, why wouldn't they do, like, a CSI or, a sh- uh, like, do a PowerPoint of a show that does the, the, that sort of trope? Yeah, who does uh, land on the cliffhanger until after the commercials come back. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's not like the Itchy and Scratchy episode was relevant in any way. Nope. No, it didn't have its usual tying into the episode relevance that it does. Well, it was full of flaming cat intestines, and that's what you can largely say about this episode as well. <laughs> Thanks, Beach. Flaming yeah. cat intestines. That's um, how we rank the story. Uh, now, what uh, else pissed me off about the story is that, and I've noticed New Simpsons do it a lot, is they just fucking love their anagrams. Remember oh, that yeah. um, Maggie's oh, the Godchild yeah. episode where that was all solved with anagrams and Da Vinci Code shit? And, yeah, yeah, and Ray Romano is an anagram of Orman... Yar. <laughs> it sure was. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, and uh. yeah, this one. Like, how long did they spend on it? <laughs> Ed Dubner's fucking super massive red joint is actually Sideshow Bob's family style return. Like, terrible. Absolutely a terrible waste of man hours. They should not have been paid for that. No. Um, no, because neither title was clever or mm. felt natural of a title either. Yeah. No. Neither was irrelevant, funny, or point. <laughs> um, what I, I, I what would have made that is if like the directors had been driving past and actually seen Wes Dudner's doodly doodly doop, and someone was like, you know what, that's an anagram of Sideshow Bob's. <laughs> that, that, that it didn't happen. That story didn't happen. That was a lie. But it may as well off. They may as well be taking their TiVo to the tip because they're sick of it now, and then they yeah. pass it. Like you know what? that makes way more sense. Yeah, but it's just uh, it's just yeah, and. A complete waste of not only David Hyde Pierce, who returns as Cecil, but a complete mm. waste of John Mahoney, the dad from Frasier, um, ah. who is completing the trifecta here and coming in as... Um, Until Eddie gets in. <laughs> he had an uncredited cameo as Santa's little helper in the third okay. season. Was that him? Yeah, yeah. The dad from wow. Frasier was um, uh, Dr. Robert Terwilliger. Have we had... Uh, what's her name yet? Daphne. Daphne? Daphne? I don't know. I was meaning to ask you, because I know you watched a lot of Frasier recently. Uh, did he ever figure out what to do with those tossed salad and scrambled eggs? Because <laughs> <laughs> I never saw the final. Um, so play count. How many times have you seen this episode? Uh, one bowel loosening, extraordinarily shit time of awful. <laughs> and you? I can't top that. <laughs> but <laughs> I didn't think it was very good, so you probably can. Uh, I'm... I'm it's been taco night, so I'm going to top it pretty shortly. <laughs> <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> All over that DVD. 
Um, I have seen it uh, twice before tonight, so three times total. I watched it once in preparation because I know I haven't seen it for many years because I saw it once and was just like, fuck you. Mm. And I brought this episode Mm. in because, you know, saying goodbye to the dank. One of the most special episodes to me was the one we did, the Sideshow Bobathon. And how good... And how good was the uh, Cecil episode? The first one. Oh, yeah. So good. Magical. Brother from another series. Fantastic. And we were saying the whole time, you know, we weren't massive Frasier fans. You didn't have to know it was Frasier. Yeah. Yeah. The first one was so clever and full Mm. of references and subtle nods Mm. in ways that don't pull the show down. Um, whereas this one's so busy with its head up its own arse, yeah, uh, doesn't see the light of day. See, like in that one, you you have a reason to to follow Bob. He's kind of seems like he's reformed. There's a reason for people to believe he's not a bad guy anymore. In this one, where everyone the town thinks he's dead and they're angry at Bart, it's like he tried to kill you all with a nuke. You all just, I mean, I know he's got this way of winning the town over, Ten but it was just times. so quickly and dumbly, and I hated it so much. Yeah, all yeah. the plot points rolled through so quick as well, mm. like. And especially with that first act not being used for this story, yeah. you know, yeah. look back to the Cecil one. That, like you said, it was started from the beginning. The one where he uh, wins uh, the mayoral office. Yeah, like they spent time setting that up. Yeah, absolutely. He's like you can see how that he's you know uh, pandering. No, not pandering. He's playing the game. Being a charismatic son, of, charismatic son of a bitch. Yeah. Yeah. He's persuasive. He's mm. seductive. He's everything you want in a mayor. He's Dr. Fraser Crane. <laughs> So this is a new question. Um, <gasps> inspired by Cracked Movie Club, which, guys, oh my god, check it out. It's amazing. Is there a scene that you'd either like to add or remove? All of them. <laughs> All the scenes can be removed, except for maybe... Uh, there's only a bit where Bart's on the conveyor belt and Sideshow Bob moves the lever from gloating speed to kill him already. <laughs> I like yeah. glo- gloating speed. That's good. I quite liked when the... um. When they first walk in to Wes Anderson's house on Haunted Hill, <laughs> yeah, and with Steve Sizzou, <laughs> and the the cage slams shut, and for a second it's legit terrifying. I'm like, oh yeah. I'm snap! Like, I don't know where this is going. Yeah, they're doing an actual scary movie. Mm. Did you guys? You so you didn't recognize Cowboy as being Sideshow no. Bob? No, they got me definitely there. not in the ad. No, like my note right there was. Um, could have started at this point because I thought, okay, this is where they're going. They're going to a steakhouse. Yeah. This is where we could have started the episode. My next line is, oh, fuck off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The second I saw it was Bob, I wrote that down. Yeah. I, I, there was a half second where I legit thought they were doing like a hostel torture kidnap sort of thing. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, they're going to fucking roll with this. It's going to be insane. And I'm not saying that it, that it should have turned into a, into a violent horror show, but I think... They could have really played on your expectations, having them kidnapped and stayed kidnapped for longer. Yeah. And and, and Sideshow Bob has is locked and left them away and they can't get out. And mm-hmm. I don't know. It could have been really interesting and, and taken a direction you just don't see coming from The Simpsons. Yeah. Bob could be doing a kind of Saw thing where they just have to go through ironic traps. They do do a Saw parody. Yeah. <laughs> do do. Um, is it Treehouse of Horror, though? It's like non-canon and everyone does get killed? No, it, it's canon. Um, see, Marge and Homer are about to remarry again, uh. and to stop it from happening, Selma and Patty uh, do a sore onto Homer. But does he have to do Yeesh. like things to win her love, or he has to um, eat a key out of a lollipop that's made entirely of hot sauce? That's kind of funny. And actually. then the wow. twist is the key is actually made out of an even hotter sauce. <laughs> okay, so that's <laughs> yeah. a good joke. 
Yeah, but, so that's, that was the kind of thing you could have gone with for this. And yeah, know. that's the kind of thing that happened here, where, like, I agree, there were a bunch of good gags in the first act. Most TV not being one of them. No. No, no it didn't didn't make me laugh at yeah, all. Yeah, I know right. how to strap a TV to the top of a car. Psh. And then, oh, this I'll is... chase a van and watch TV that way. I'm watching Sesame Street now. Okay, I like the yeah. joke of I'll just chase vans, to, but then you don't have to show it. You, you have don't to have tell to show it, it, it and then no show way. it. No way. There was annoying. so much of that, um, too much showing, like uh, Milhouse going, Dad's going to teach me how to be an umpire. Stop the joke there. But yeah. no, they went on to, look, I've got a clicker. Yeah. Ball one, yeah. ball two. Yeah. yeah. That wasn't cool. Uh, joke I did like is when they're all tied up and like, Sasha Bob's like, let me just tell you about everything I've been doing for last since we last we met. And Lisa's like, you never ask us what we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was kind of cute. Yeah. And then like to undercut that joke, he does the whole fucking slideshow thing. Yeah. Which... Dude, but the name Slideshow Bob, that was amazing. <laughs> was it worth it? Come on, man. I mean, it didn't have to go that long. I think it was uh, worth it in the sense that it, uh, you've maybe needed to be reminded that Sideshow Bob has a wife and kid. Oh, yeah, they were, like, name-dropping the characters for later in the show. Yeah. Characters that yeah. actually did nothing in the whole show. I don't even think they had a line. Uh, no, until... his wife certainly didn't. Uh, his kid did. I think he had one. But Tress McNeil, who also played uh, Dame Judy Terwilliger. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I love Tress okay. McNeil. Okay. You did a good job. You weren't given good material. Yeah, that happens a lot. The one line the kid had of being like, hit me in yep. the car poker scene. That was a good reading of two words. <laughs> True. Oh, also in that uh, like last bit, like Snake just totally billy clubbed a fucking a child, yeah, yeah. like a four year old. Yeah. Not to mention that he did a walk on walk off because his joke failed, and they were like, "This joke failed. We're keeping it in the animation anyway." Yeah, this is actually how I'd sum up the final line of this episode. Is how I think we can sum up the episode itself. Joke's not funny, and the bid's not sufficient. Definitely not. Although that's not entirely fair. Some of the jokes are all right. Plot's not good. Um, the, the whole thing. Good, just the good sucks. jokes are so few and far between. Yeah, I liked yeah. the Kent Brockman material. Yeah. Um, when he was doing the live cast, and they did. Uh, uh, it's a veritable who who who's who of haha. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, that's funny. But just because we're still on like. Th- theoretically we're still on what scenes do we add and take out i'm thinking you know what would have made this a much funnier not funnier but a much better show is if such a bob had stayed dead <laughs> yeah would have been interesting i maybe it's just because of the very first scene looking like hostel but, yeah. but a lot of the things they're where they're about to do something dark and really interesting and then they chicken away you know yeah um and the whole way through the court scene, I'm just like, yeah, it's it's heart medicine. Yeah, they're going to yep. say he's dead. Yeah, it's going to turn out he's not dead. And, and, and you don't even have to watch the show. You can see the punches coming so far in advance. Yeah. Like that Sherlock Holmes bit where he sees the punches coming in advance. Um, <laughs> but did it feel like a Simpsons episode? No, it felt like a slow punch from a sloth. <laughs> I wonder if they could have done something dark with the... Or maybe the coffin and the cremation's a bit too creepy for The Simpsons. A little too full on to go somewhere. No, but Bob dying would be interesting. Yeah. Like, you've got repercussions from that. You've had characters die before. And you can even have a bit of of Bart guilt from, yeah, he's tried to kill me, but I never wanted him dead. Just, you know, now he's gone. I don't know how to handle that. Yeah, you could have one of those, like, Bart and Lisa coming to terms with life episodes. It's it's his bleeding gun Murphy's dying. Yeah, and oh Bart learns I needed him all along or yes, whatever. Yes, know, Play that card. See, yeah. that's the fucking thing I hate about TV and movies these days. I'm looking at fucking you, Batman versus Superman. You play the character's dead card, and you should only be able to get that once. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Then you got to do something with them. 
Yeah, and I don't know. I can't think of a recent example of a satisfying fake death. You mean one where it turns out they come back all along because we still want the character. We want the emotion of the death and we want the characters. You want the character. Exactly. Um, and, you know, like when uh, Seymour Skinner, everyone thought Bart murdered him. There was no evidence that, like, you didn't see Skinner's body in a mm. coffin or any of that shit. Nope. It was all the mystery. What really happened? Exactly. I'm trying to think of a movie. Surely movies or something has had a good fake out death. <sighs> Must have, somewhere. We'll get back to that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the only one the third I, can, I can think of is like Barbosa coming back in Pirates Two. You didn't see that, but it didn't. Yeah. It didn't excite me for anything. It wasn't necessary. No. It's it just, just happened. He's a good character and a great actor. Mm. Yeah, like in Game of Thrones. I mean, I haven't seen it. And spoiler warning for those of you, how could you spoil something you haven't seen? I don't care if it's spoiled. That's the difference. <laughs> whoa, whoa, like, whoa! Is death permanent in Game of Thrones? Basically. Oh yes, it is. Except for when it's not. Yeah, ninety nine percent of the time. All all the big ones are stay dead, except for the, the when they don't. Yeah, it's Seems a bit like of a shame, isn't it? It does. Well, it, it still gives the threat that it's it, it's I, gonna happen. I can only think of the one. No, yes, ish. There is the guy that's just like his whole shtick is you can kill me. I'll be back next week. That's like his <laughs> running gag. Is he Kenny? Wait, who? Yeah, basically the priest. <laughs> The, the priest whose god keeps bringing him back to life after ah, he gets yeah. killed in battle. So yeah. he's all like scars and he's just... He's like, whatevs. <laughs> Mild inconvenience, bitches. So I got my own chair in the waiting room. <laughs> so let's talk about the wackiness of this episode. Now, I'd like to submit uh, for the court <laughs> <laughs> that <laughs> the entire turn of Lisa realizing that this was a plot all along was oh, fucking god. wacky as fuck. It wasn't wacky, it was just uh, dumb. Shameful. Um, Millhouse is on their doorstep. I've got sore feet. <gasps> sore feet? Sideshow Bob's going to kill Bart. Yeah, it's like, how did you know? Oh, well, they, why would your family shell out so much for a uh, coffin that would fit your uh, feet? And it's like, because yeah. they're human beings who no. care about him. What was she expecting? Oh, no, we don't want to waste money on the corpse's feet. Just, just cut his, cut feet, his off. feet off. It's fine. <laughs> just snap him off. <laughs> snap him off. Who gives a shit? fucking thing in the head. <laughs> the fuck kind of plan is that? And in, in the coffin, there's like footless fucking side your bob and just these two <laughs> foot corpses like <laughs> tucked in there. Shoe boxes just like in the shape of coffins. Oh. Yeah. The just, fuck is wrong with you, so, Lisa? Like, they got two little uh, baby coffins for his feet separate from the main <laughs> one. Yeah. Yeah, that was so dumb. It's like that's not evidence because it was even pointed out as a joke during the funeral bit. They pan yeah. down Bob and they stop at his f oversized feet, which had the extra space. Yeah, and it's like, no, that was a clue. It's like that's the dumbest fucking clue. So there you go. They've taken a subtle sight gag and fucking made an illogical plot point out of it. Yep. Yeah. And, and also Lisa going, oh, and in the courtroom he must have injected Sideshow Bob with nitroglycerin. Oh, okay, this is a trope I'm sick to fucking death of, that chemical that makes you appear totally dead until you're not. It's like, no, stop it. Yeah. you could use, One movie can use that once. That's yeah. it. I've it's seen like it like 14 times. Nitroconvenience all. For real. <laughs> yep, you know what? You know, just make it so, you know, attending physicians for corpses just have to stab them in the head. Ask, like, your, ask your doctor if Deus Ex Machina is right for you. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Just like, hey, he's dead. Let's just poke a needle. You know what that speech reminded me of? Yeah. Uh, Stephen Hawking being like, uh, no, <laughs> the black hole was in the exact point. Yeah. 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 Bullshit. <laughs> Bullshit. I call shenanigans on that. <laughs> Which actually goes on to question, did Bob not go through an autopsy? Well, that's it. Like, surely there was a coroner's thing if there was a funeral that the entire town attended. And uh, well, and Dr. Hibbert as well. Like, 
What do you think of that line? Ew, I'm touching a dead guy. Did that work for uh, you? If I every... think it, if it caught me on a better day. You know? Exactly. Yeah. If it would have been in a better episode, that probably could have landed. But at that point, we just like... Yeah. I think that was the second... Yeah, that's when I wrote fuck off again. <laughs> yeah. Or was that when I wrote continue fucking off? Uh, they had their chance. <laughs> no, no, that's right. When I continue fucking off. Yeah. <laughs> and just for David Hyde Pierce as well, look, I think he also did well with the material he had. And I actually quite liked that. Oh, no, Botticelli is fantastic. You guess a character and wow, it is boring. <laughs> it was a good bit. But uh, yeah, just he did well with bad material, but it's still bad material. Yeah. That made me want to throw things at your TV and buy you a new TV. <laughs> Please do. And put it to the top of my car and then not strap it on and have it fall down. <laughs> and then chase behind other cars watching television. As long as you let me happen and know what happened on Sesame Street this no! week, man. Spoilers. <laughs> you start from the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking, that's like 40 years ago now. I don't care. It's important. <laughs> it's been around longer than Doctor Who, maybe. <laughs> nope. First episode. Let's talk about the heart of this episode. Let's move on. <laughs> No, like, I mean, where was the heart? Where was it? Uh, it was dumb as fuck, because people all pretended... Like, okay, the Simpsons show up to the funeral home, and they're like, ah, oh, Bart, can you at least pretend to look sad? It's like, why? What possible reason does your family have, you know, okay, To Bart, even go to this thing. But pseudo-accidentally killed Bob, so what? <laughs> like, he's tried killing you all so many times. He was on trial for murder that he admitted to. Yeah. <laughs> he was waving around a threatening vial. That's justifiable self-defense. Yep. Uh, Is nitroglycerin explosive even in yep. a small amount? I mean, I don't know what amount it has to be in or how it works, but... Not particularly deadly by itself, but you don't know what's in there. It Just because it says nitroglycerin in the box, that could have been a chemical agent. It could have killed everyone. It could have been smallpox. Yeah. And especially with a lead-up line of, I didn't want to have to use this. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, which is, I didn't want to have to use my heart medication. I'm... Who says that? <laughs> I mean, I'll try before I pop my tell fast tomorrow. Yeah. Give it a shot. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I wish it didn't come to this. Popular hay fever medication, by the way. I think the, the, the closest I found to heart was watching Marge feel so guilty at her one little pleasure of skipping ads. Yeah. Yeah. She was so happy to be skipping ads. I watched Two and a Half Men in Two and a Half Minutes. It was amazing. She was having the time of her life and then... Seconds later, it just comes crashing down. The poor thing is yeah. just like, I'm so yeah. sorry. I'm so sorry to be happy. Yeah, I didn't need Ghost Keith Oberman, which was played by Keith Oberman as well. I don't know who that is. Uh, it's it's a... the guy that was the ghost. Oh, okay. I didn't need him to pull off the mask six times. That gag yeah. was not funny. And I didn't quite understand it, I feel like. They're like, yeah. He pulls off the mask and he's like, without a team of six people, I would look like this. And without a different team of six people, I'd actually look like this. But actually like this, you could wake up here or here. Uh, American audience, that's a popular ad from Australia. <laughs> it's It was very long and tired. And like there was a turn that Marge could have made all on her own. Like yeah. she is one to have a moracle. A moracle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she is. A moracle, a, a monochrome of mo- or, yeah, Oracle. She has like a, a, a vision about morals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so that was the heart of this episode for me. And then that whole chapter gets written out entirely so they can go eat ribs. Mm. Because, but, I mean, there was some... Uh, yeah, I think this is where the best material was in this episode, in this Marge Tivo storyline. Like, yeah, they rushed through it. You know, all of a sudden they're at the store and then all of a sudden they're home and all of a sudden they love Tivo and all of a sudden she's feeling guilty about Tivo. But yeah. I feel like Marge had good material around it. 
even though the opal fucking powerpoint and like hanging on the screen, did you get all the jokes? Did you read them all? I didn't intentionally. <laughs> I was like, nope, I don't want to read that. Just keep moving. I liked that Opal's guest was Dr. Chef. Yeah, that was all right. I could have gone with that. And Marge's uh, joke, you know, um, oh, I'll skip through the cheering. Oh, still going. That's all Oprah is, is cheering for Oprah. I'd just like to do a bit saying where do we start and where do we end? Yeah, and it feels like I mean my memory's a bit hazy yep. through the rage, but it feels like we started buying batteries and we ended with snake clubbing a child. Yes, <laughs> the most logical progression humanly possible. Okay, okay, yep. That's been where did it start? Where do we end with Danny Rosewell? <laughs> uh, one other good joke I wanted to call to was Lisa's explaining as they're driving the car, and she's like, "Uh huh, yep, mm-hmm. yep, yep." Mm. Mm-hmm. You done? Because we've been circling the funeral home for 10 minutes. Oh, yeah. yeah. That yeah. justified her long-winded, laboured explanation. And, oh, well, and I predict that the doctor injected him with the thing, and then when Cecil went to Bart earlier because of what <laughs> Millhouse said. <laughs> yeah. But it was good because, yeah, you're done. <laughs> circling the block for 10 minutes. That'd be great. You no, know, That's how I feel about this episode in general is it's talking, and I'm just sitting there making mocking sounds while it won't shut up. <laughs> <laughs> So it's just like, and then Socha Bob was actually, and I'm like, and then Socha Bob was like, there. Yeah. It's like, Mr. Kelly, please behave. Baby, hey, baby. But yeah. no, you behave. <laughs> Stops coffee, Stop shitting in my carpet. <laughs> um, so, yes or no, would you watch this episode again? No. <laughs> yes or no? Would you watch this episode again? <laughs> it's time to break this thing. <laughs> yeah, see, it hurts, doesn't it? It really does. <laughs> I, don't, uh, I don't sound like that, do I? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, and also no, I would not watch this again. All right. Well, any last notes that you uh, want to say about this episode? Just because we brought in the new question, we stole shamelessly from Crack.com's podcasts, which are wonderful. Mm. Don't sue us. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, I've been thinking about this episode sort of while we talk about it. Isn't that weird? Um, Pretty. Yeah. I usually think about naked Marge. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And the problem with this one isn't that it was a bad episode. To me, the problem is that it's very hard to turn this into a good episode as a whole. Yeah, the yep. plot is so bad. I can't... When you were talking, yeah, talking about adding an extra scene to improve it, I really couldn't think of a single... Usually we can think of something that makes the episode a bit better, yeah. a bit more coherent, and this, I just have nothing. It's such a fucking train wreck. Like, mm. I could start at almost any point of the show and rewrite the rest and and turn it into a totally different episode. If we started with TiVo, we could have gone in a totally different direction. If we started with the Sideshow Bob's Shop of Horrors, we could have gone in a really weird direction. It would have been amazing. Mm, yeah. But there's no way to change this into what's basically the same plot or the same episode, but fixed. Yeah, it's like when you see Roadkill and you can't tell what animal it used to be, and you're like, <laughs> I wouldn't even know where to begin. That is, is that, exactly it. Is that scales or fur? I can't tell. Yeah. That's the real problem here. It's so far removed, you don't know what to say. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I know That's what to it. say, and it's underlined in my notes. Oh, fuck off. Fuck off. Continue fucking off. Dumb as fuck. <laughs> no, that's what I was going to say. And when you're going to do a stunt move for a show, like, 
doing a here's Sideshow Bob's family now. For mm. The Simpsons at season nine, this is a stunt. Mm. You know, this is, I, I mean, I wasn't aware of the advertising, but, you know, this is a, an adver- adver- uh, advertisable? Advertisement. <laughs> Advertisable point. Good grief. <laughs> but, yeah, we're bringing back David Hyde Pierce, Kelsey Grammer's doing this thing again. Oh, and yeah. this time yeah. we've also got John Mahoney. What a, what a slam dunk. Great cast. Um, and John a, Mahoney's a great name. Oh, yeah. Mahoney. John Mahoney. Yes. It's butch. Mm. <laughs> Quick it's say, butch, but, but a little bit soft as yeah. well. But it can be said in the British accent that he did for this episode, as you did, or in his uh, Fraser dad voice, John Mahoney. And you're like, yeah. Get, John that man, yeah. Get that man some rip beer. Mm. Yeah. There's yeah. Elliot Mahoney. There's John Mahoney. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you remember. <laughs> Never the two shall meet. <laughs> but uh, and talking about the Marge thing, that could have gone like an interesting route where Marge like is all of a sudden a slave to corporate fucking uh, uh, messaging and all that. Oh, sort yeah, of shit. like a gambler yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I guess also they did that thing with Homer already, where he just buys everything that he sees on the billboards. <laughs> But mm. this time it's Marge. Different angle, hey, yeah. fuck it. Would have made a better episode. And yeah, it's more of a morality thing rather than a just an impulse thing for Homer. Yeah, yeah, she goes from it's stealing TV if I don't watch the commercials to it's stealing TV if I don't buy the things from the commercials because yeah. they're paying for it. Yeah, and, and, you know. and like I said, Marge's material was some of the best. I loved her. Oh my God, it's I have to choose between either Sophie's Choice or Schindler's List. Yeah, I did like her. I can't remember the whole block of t- lines she's had. They're really good. I, I quite enjoyed Yeah, that was really funny. Um, yeah. I was just thinking more about how I said he should have stayed dead. That is exactly what would fix this episode for me. Um, <laughs> and bi- all future Sideshow Bob episodes. Yeah, a bit of a shame about that. But, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you got to roll with the punches. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> how was- do you think Bleeding Guns Ma- Murphy feels? <laughs> um, but There but- was a season 20-something episode where they brought him back as a hologram. Oh, I am not shitting you. That I've happened. Seen it. I know. <laughs> Okay, so sorry. So that's all right. Um, so I mean, yes, I would have loved a better murder mystery thriller with mm. Bob in it. But also, Bob dies and comes back has been done. And the thing where Bart slowly goes crazy seeing Bob everywhere, he's like, "Is yeah. Bob really dead, or is it Bob? Is it Bob? Is the ghost of Krusty?" Um, except. Bob is dead, and yeah. Bart has to come to terms with yeah. his crazy paranoia. <laughs> I would watch that. It's it's not a heavy laugher, but it's interesting. Yeah. And you think they're going to do the thing where they'll go the way of that Krusty episode where he had the fake-out death. There was a good fake-out death. There was a good fake-out yeah. death. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Got a lot of laughs out of that. Got a lot of laughs out of that fake <laughs> the death. death of that clown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, remember? The postage stamp, you know. We were going to go the picture of either the flaming wreckage or the smiling crusty. After a nearly two to one vote, the smiling crusty for his children. <laughs> uh, guys, if they ever make a staff me, make sure it's my flaming death. <laughs> uh, any other notes that you have about this episode before we rank this thing? I don't believe so. Let me have a quick look. I said fuck off, right? Yep. <laughs> then I am done. Sorry, again, circling back to the TiVo material, uh, Wes Dubner, uh, Sideshow Bob's ad, like, I actually liked his run of uh, ribs, noodles with butter, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Texas tofu, and the easiest placemat maze in the world. <laughs> like, he really did make a uh, commercial letter for them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, Texas for tofu. Sure. And then L- Lisa went, 
Yama Yama. <laughs> That's a little out of character. Do we still talk about who's in character? Oh, uh, well, I we said to this feel, but uh, yeah, 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 yeah. We more, we more talked about the integrity of the show then, but character individually, did they feel like themselves? Yama Yama. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'll put it that to Lisa has never been cr- uh, confronted with that bigger plate of tofu. Yeah, yeah shaped like Texas. So yeah, fair um, enough. She did follow that up in the next scene by correcting Fraser Crane on his <laughs> Shakespeare. Yeah. Which yeah. I thought was really funny until then he rolled with it, you know? Yeah. yeah. Well, he was, was part of the plan all yeah, along. Yeah. He's out the door and he's like, how dare you? I'm going to look that up. And I'm like, yeah, I bet he does. And then he comes <laughs> back and he's on the exploding laptop and yeah. boo, oh, the whole exploding. Yeah, the ex- I was, so was going to like the joke where it's like, look it up and you just see the door behind him. I thought you seen this Damn it! Yeah. 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 It was though he'd Googled from his phone, not this laptop that's part of his trap. Yeah, which felt very 2007. Oh, man. <laughs> the exploding laptop and TiVo. And, oh, and they did a clippy joke as well. That was dated oh, in 2007. Man. For real it was. <laughs> clippy. Let me clippy. hug my family. Oh, and then after the laptop explodes, I was hosted by the Petard. And Lisa's like, oh, I'm actually hosted by the Petard. And he's like, the Petard. See? It's just the way. I know, they're Petarded. <laughs> no, it's just the way to talk about the episode. Yeah. <laughs> it really yeah. is. <laughs> that joke, I mean, the Shakespeare bit was funny. And, and then, then they ruined up. it. They're like, yep. whoa, 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 don't, don't want to go being funny. <laughs> Let's fix this. <laughs> and the funeral scene, Krusty's parody of Candle in the Wind. Eh, one bad. I do like he was just flogging a DVD the whole time. That scene's on character. One I bad. know, but it, it see this is one of those parody songs where it feels like every commercial, the DVD's got special features and stuff and junk. Like it's just listing off what DVDs do. Like, I like the clown with the slide whistle <laughs> at the funeral. I like that the monkey came up and saluted. Yeah. <laughs> one guy uh, one rubs off his smiley makeup, puts on frowny makeup. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good. That's great. That's yeah. great. Some good shtick. Yeah, some things to th- look and laugh at while Krusty's fucking wailing on. Yep. About yep. Franks and Beans. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Franks and Beans. <laughs> I think we need to move on and rank this thing. Oh, I thank think God. we do. Well, I guess it is time to rank this thing. Ing, ing. That's what we didn't mention. The echo oh, gag. Stupid echoing yeah. gags that went on too long. Yeah. Homer, you're being heinous. Anus. Who didn't see that one coming yeah. from a while? Why else would she say heinous? He doesn't know what that means. Why do they care? <laughs> why the fuck do they care? He's yeah. tried to kill their children and them on multiple yeah. occasions. Yeah. How dare you be rude to his funeral? Pfft, Including off. two weeks ago. <laughs> why yeah. did they go? Recently. Why you did know? they go? Ah, it just doesn't make sense. Why did they go? Why did they pretend to care? What's the point? He recently, as far as they know at this point of the plot, he just tried to kill your entire family with TNT. You know, there's no reason to go to that. No. If you go to the funeral of the man who tried to kill you, it's because you're laughing. Be like, I won, motherfucker. <laughs> She said, the funeral of the man who tried to kill you. Sounds like a great Stephen Martin movie. It does. Uh, it does. Stephen Martin, apparently. I know. I know. He's, yep. It's the uh, parallel import, Steve Martin. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Uh, Shag, take it away. I give it a gold. Old, old. No, of course I don't. I failed this one, and it's a very simple re- reason for me that didn't achieve what it was going for. It failed at being an episode. It, you know, yep. like, 
it could have easily been a participant if it was bland and unassuming, if its jokes didn't land and things, but it was trying to be clever, it was trying to be suspenseful, it was trying to do a lot of things, way too many things, yeah. and none of those worked. It What it tried to do, it failed at. It. Failed hard. Mm-hmm. BT? Oh, it's a hardcore failure. Just, just awful. The plot, on again, the some of the dialogue and jokes, they were a participant, possibly even a bronze at times, but just the plot is so fucking terrible. It's an unquestionable failure for me. Just, ah, oh, it's awful. Well, it's, I, it's awful. I'm glad because at the beginning of our conversation, I was like, is someone going to participate in this thing? Because, like, I mean, the jokes, some of them were okay, yeah, and but in the same token, it's not like the Elon Musk or the fucking Gaga episode didn't have a single good joke. Yeah. And it's the same story here. There's it's, just a couple of shining glimmers yeah, it's, of hope. it's a little smiley face balloon that's tied yeah. to an anchor. It's still going to sink <laughs> to the depths. It's going to be bright, nice balloon down there, but no one's going for it. Even if it is loaded up with hy- hydrogen and then yep. shot out with just, burning arrows. It should have been helium, shouldn't it? Doesn't, yeah. doesn't matter. I think helium is not going to explode. It's <laughs> still just a balloon. Oh, um... Well, I mean, of course, you haven't ranked it yet. Sorry. Oh, this one is such a failure. Yeah, yeah, it is. I was just going to say, um, I, I listen to these episodes of The Simpsons Index. You out there who are listening to it, you're just like me. Um, um, but sometimes when I listen to the episode, I'm like listening to an episode and I totally haven't seen the one that they're talking about. And you're like, maybe I should go watch it so I can at least see what the, what, what the hype's all about. <laughs> this is not one of those episodes. There are better episodes to, to be watching to kind of figure out what's going on. There are even better, worse episodes yeah. to be watching. Yeah, that are fun to hate. This one's yeah. just disappointing on every level. Don't do not do what Danny Don't does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd say like an episode like What Do We Expect When Parts Suspect It? Like, we unquestionably failed that yeah, one. Yeah, but it's so but I had shockingly s- bad. <laughs> yeah, I had such a fun time drinking with my friends watching a terrible episode of The Simpsons. Yeah. This is one that is also boring. Yeah, and it's not worth the hate watch. You can see it all coming from a mile away, and it's just, it's insulting. Yeah. If you want to be insulted, if you want to be going, dude, this is a mystery and you don't understand because you're fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> no, That's what this episode is. It had the logic of a conspiracy theorist, someone who started and worked uh, from the end and worked their way backwards to explain a convoluted thing. And Yeah. Hiring Stephen Hawking to say your argument doesn't make it a smart argument. No. no. He is a lizard, though. Don't anyone tell you any different. Fires lasers from his eyes because he didn't know they well, could do that. We're all lizards, Elliot. Are you the last human? <laughs> My new show what, coming. What, 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 Are you the last human? <laughs> coming to Fox. All right, guys. Now it is time to rank our last episode for the evening, and this is our classic episode. Can we watch it first? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're such a literal joke. <laughs> and you know who reviews the Simpsons episodes, three episodes at a time? We do. No we way. Do. Yes. 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 We are back, and we just watched our final episode this evening, our classic episode, and oh my god, what a classic it was! This was Home of the Great, Season 6, Episode 12, written by everyone's favourite, John Swartzwelder. Nice. Released first in January of 1995. In this episode, it's the Stonecutters one. You know it, we know it, we watched it. Guys, what did you think? So good. I'm just quietly grinning, instead of replying. Just a a satisfied smile. Oh god. We got... 
like 10 seconds in and I was like, we could pause this right now yeah. and it would be so much better than the last, well, the last two episodes <laughs> we watched. Yeah, the, f- the first part of this one before the first ad break is so dense, so much happens. <sighs> yeah. And it's stunning. And I think what it does am- amazingly well, it gives you enough plot and enough jokes that even though the second parts, you know, have more plot and less jokes, you're just so front heavy and loaded with gags there. It builds up so much momentum. Yeah. Yeah. And there's just so many iconic moments in this entire episode it's amazing it was really the antithesis of a funeral for a fiend wasn't it because everything was purposeful sounds like an emo band <laughs> funeral for a friend is literally a band i don't know, uh, I don't know what they put play though it might be it'd, it'd have to be emo everything we said wrong was about the last episode this one did right oh yeah it was a loaded first act which was loaded because it was setting up the rest of the episode and just yeah, just so tightly packed. So the first frame is a stern lecturing plumbing <laughs> with a, the graphic of which is a guy saying, I told you not to touch that. Yep, and we yep. all burst out laughing. Just, that's the first frame of the goddamn episode is already two yeah, jokes. It cuts straight to the guy, uh, the plumber, and the first thing he says is, well, looks like you've got a leak. <laughs> <laughs> There's water just spraying yeah. out of a pipe, and he's knee-deep in a flooded basement. Yeah, and then yeah. one of my other favorite lines is, uh, well, it's going to take two to three weeks to get that part, and that's if I order today, which I which won't. Which I won't. <laughs> Meanwhile, there's like a the, the tail of the cat <laughs> yeah. swimming past underneath with like bubbles. Yeah, just put a pan down there. <laughs> <laughs> See, this one was doing all the contractor jokes, but it wasn't so in-your-face and up-your-butt like the Ray Romano one was. Yeah. Like, Sorry. of course I'm dodgy. I'm a contractor. Waka yeah. waka. No, yeah. this one was showing yeah. why he was a bad contractor. <laughs> oh, and Homer's hopeful face as he pushes the pan out. Onto the <laughs> <laughs> He's like, yeah, it didn't work. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. And just... It doesn't stop there. It just keeps that momentum. It builds that momentum. It does. Ten jokes in ten seconds. And it maintains that 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 energy. Yeah, it goes, okay, how else can uh, life be bad and then improve? So then he's, you know, stuck in traffic and the traffic is backed up as far as this reporter can see. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's stuck, in, he's stuck in this huge endless traffic and he's like, oh, I know. The radio will get me out of here. <laughs> but what I loved about what they did with the second act then after, they brought these two yeah. things back. And that's how the second act started. It started with the Stone Lecture plumbing again. Yeah. He yeah. was back, but now Homer had an in. Exactly. And then next scene, Homer's in traffic. <laughs> I've got the secret painting highway to, to go down. <laughs> Same old space, hey, Homer? <laughs> yeah, got these roller blades so I can glide to the front door. <laughs> yeah. I like that. It, it gives you a bunch of jokes at the beginning, but then later on brings them in. Is so Stone Cold is like, so well, how can we help you? Yeah. In, in, in the un, unwritten scene, is mm. like, well, I hate getting to work. It's like, have these roller blades. Yep, yep. Uh, all parts of the, the deal of the membership pack. Yeah. And uh, his chair breaks. Yeah. Oh, the Econa Save. Econa Save Factory Second. Models. Factory Second. <laughs> <laughs> How low can you go? <laughs> that low. And then his list of enemies. That's a. Uh, Got to pause and like look at those. I know. He did write down Stern Lecture Plumbing, and he also wrote down H2O, the slide he got stuck in, <laughs> and, uh, in a brush with greatness. Yeah, but then that flows, like, just from a structural point, you've got these two heavily joke-packed segments, mm. by three, with the chair breaking, and then he moves to Lenny and Carl, who have suspiciously nice Claire chairs, and you get the uh, whole, yeah, I nearly said Claire's, because we used to call Claire chairs. Suspiciously chair. nice Claire's. <laughs> oh, suspiciously nice. Hey, chair. <laughs> um, and... Yeah, that leaves us to the great, shut up. Mm-hmm. 
Which, um, yeah, they call back to uh, twice and then <laughs> when Carl's too busy having his drink, Homer steps in for him. <laughs> it's just... Such a great line. I definitely yes. remember going into the schoolyard the next day and being yeah. shut up. Man. Uh, what I wanted to mention was... Suspiciously nice Claire's. <laughs> um, was, was, was the way as soon as Homer finds out, uh, Carl's just like, well... There it goes. There we had a good. We had a good secret club while it fucking lasted. That's nice. Fuck. It's over. It's gone. Now. It's gone. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They uh, were up front with the rules, and then the whole attempts to save the life of a stone cutter. But then it turns out he passed the first qualification all along. I love the egg cancel egg. Just <laughs> <laughs> you'd better. Uh, and then, then he shows up later at the meeting. Uh, oh, he's in there. Yeah, he's in the Stonecutters meeting oh, during the song. God, how many t- thousands of times have, have I seen you not this seen episode? That? Get your eyes checked. Well, speaking of which, I've seen it thousands of times and not noticed the egg cancel creep in the middle of the meeting. Guys, how many times have you seen this episode? Oh, millions of times. My heart is an egg ready to. <laughs> Burst with cholesterol-laden love. Yeah, yeah. This one, it's. I, I, I think season two and three especially are just such a part of my, 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 my DNA, my genetic makeup. This, yeah. this. So two times three, which is season six, must be that much more important to you. Don't math your way out of this one. <laughs> it checks out. <laughs> you, you don't have to pay attention to me. You can just roll <laughs> on if you like. <laughs> Beach, how often have you seen this episode? Oh, oh my God. I can't think of a witty number. No, because this was one <sighs> of the ones that we definitely watched a million times. And this one oh, is 908. Just... There we go. Just like Herma's <laughs> number. There we go. <laughs> I got there, ladies and gentlemen. You outranked Mr. Burns here? <laughs> that was such a good moment. And I love how, like, how, what's the not fraternity? No, yeah, how beta um, yeah. Mr. Burns is being. Oh, yeah. yeah. He is totally beta cucking. Oh, God. Still, thank oh, you, sir. May no. I have another? <laughs> like, Climb the ladder, Burnsy. Just be patient. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so good, so good. Yeah, any uh, other impactful moments in this episode that have stuck with you over the years? <laughs> oh, come on. Yeah. <laughs> the whole goddamn thing. Yeah, shit, yeah. man. <laughs> uh, I will say, I mean, we'll just quote the rest of the episode from this point on. But um, I will say something that uh, I always noticed but never thought about until we watched it through this critical lens is the bit where Moe's explaining, you know, oh, he's the leader just of this chapter. There are chapters all over the world. It's foretold that a a chosen one will... And then Homer Castle with a yak, yak, yak. How good for that is for the setup for your second act turn where Homer becomes a chosen one, but is... You get the joke of it being dismissed so it doesn't feel like a, here's something we're laying down for later. It just feels like a joke. But there are so many of these purposeful things that you think are right off. Homer, I'll get a bunch of monkeys and get them to recreate the Civil War. <laughs> and then that's what he resorts to. But in terms of like iconic moments, just everything is amazing. It yeah. really is. <laughs> do you think they might be involved in the Kennedy assassination in I some way? do now. Uh, <laughs> and how about all three of us doing the same wrist motion on, I'm going outside now <laughs> to stalk <laughs> Lenny and Carl. You at home know you did it as well. Yep. <laughs> the face when he says Lenny and Carl, he's like, I'm on the home stretch. <laughs> <I know. laughs> yep. like, it just tells you so much about the layered, you know, not explaining everything so much. Beautiful. Mm. Mm-hmm. Him Tasty. hanging that paint tin and then putting a uh, 
hole in the thing yep. so it drips the way there. The yellow drip. Man, yellow. I've thought about that so much. I've wanted mm-hmm. to do it in like shenaniganry back in when I was younger. <laughs> I've also been like, this is the this is a terrible plan because now there's going to be a trail straight from his house. Yep. Clearly, love. Secondly, there's going to be a trail for the entire town to see. Thirdly, their their secret hole is enormous and covered in <laughs> secrecy symbols yep. and nonsense. <laughs> how did how did he never see it? How did no one ever see it? And of course, the answer to that is that everyone's in this fucking club. Yeah, mm, except Homer. Yeah. That's right. No Homers. Again, another purposeful thing that you think yeah. it's just a flashback yeah. joke at the start and then it becomes the basis for their club. Which, the oh my out. God, just thinking about it, I think Homer Glumplet gave them the idea. That son of a bitch. He was behind <laughs> it all. Could he also be in the Illuminati? I do. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> mm. Yeah, just on the yellow drip road thing uh, as well. Like, that's a plan that, yeah, that is so stupid, but it's smart for Homer. So, mm. like, you totally yeah. buy it. Yeah, it is smart for Homer. Mm. Feels like I see he saw it on TV or something. Yeah. Or he got the idea from that leaking paint tin paint in, in, <laughs> nice. in Flanders' house. <laughs> Boom. Um, Old leaky paint can, Ned. <laughs> Ned. God damn it. Fuck. Oh, no, it's that time of uh, mumble o'clock, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Any jokes that flew over your head back in the day? I didn't uh, know who Steve Gutenberg was for a long time. That's true. I didn't know what cholesterol was. Steve Gutenberg was uh, the lead in Police Academy 1, 2, and not any of the others, I don't think. He's in stuff. He's in that episode of um, Party Down where they go to Steve Gutenberg's house. That is an excellent... Party Down is just a fucking fantastic series. It really is. Yeah, any jokes that flew over your head? Oh, um, um, I feel like, you know when they're dropping Homer's clothes into the big fire? I yeah. think I think that's the Ark of the Covenant. Oh. Ooh. That makes sense. It looks like yeah. it. I don't know if it yeah. just happens to look like a ceremonial uh, basin or if it's actually a reference. It's hard to tell. But I think it's... I mean, why not? Seems like something they'd do. Um, the shadow of him on the skylight, I know that from something as well. Feels familiar, yeah. Yeah, man, I love the Warner Brothers way the crack just <laughs> yeah. follows around to the yeah. outline of his body. It stops for just like nothing. <laughs> yeah, fuck, we probably should have looked at Wikipedia before this episode, but um, I, it's we do a parody, a song parody, like... That just feels like a generic drink. I don't think so. Chance. Yeah, it feels like just a beer hall uh, thing. I don't think so. Because I feel like surely in all the years we would have picked up and gone, oh, that's what that is. It's like me with Dr. Sayers. I never knew that was a parody until I heard the friggin' song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, surely between the three of us in the last 30 years, we would have picked it up had it, you know, have been one. Yeah, totally. Um, it was actually really funny on a like a version a few years ago. Do you remember when Beck did a ultimate hipster move and released his latest album in uh, yeah. song notation form? Oh yeah. One of the songs was called We Do and I forget who did the song but they worked in this We Do <laughs> while we're at it. Nice. nice. So yeah, the song We Do as well. How often we've we sung that over the years. Yeah, man. Every but time I eat ribs. Every time <laughs> I wonder who robs game fish of their sight and who does rig every Oscar night. What is the line, who rocks gay fish of their sight? Game fish is the ones that you go fishing, hunting for, like in fishing parks and things. Oh, fish farms. okay. It's funny how you can hear a song pretty much every day for the last 20-some years. and <laughs> It makes them easier to catch. You When you go fishing, you, you, don't, you want blind fish because, you know, you, you fish them easier. And then you're like, yes, I caught 20 because they were blind. Wow. <laughs> it's almost as bad as rigging the Oscars. Almost. Oh. And holds up the metric system. Oh my god, there are so many pokes at like they may as well said who uh, keeps the 
uh, writing the date backwards in America. Yeah. <laughs> or Those no. dumb Americans. They always kept in the dark they, by the Freemason. They cutters. also control the Ooh. British crown, so. <laughs> yeah, I didn't really get Grandpa's line back in the day. Um, an elk, a Mason, a communist, <laughs> president of the Gay and Lesbian Alliance for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> he's just, he's so good, full of things. Did this feel yes. like a Simpsons? <laughs> yeah, this is just so definitive of what it is to be a Simpsons episode. You say, does this Simpsons? Yeah, it really does. Oh my god, and they bring back the paddling as well. <laughs> yeah, I just keep <laughs> thinking of things in this episode where the jokes were so purposeful. Ah, uh, let's talk about Patrick Stewart's freaking oh. performance. What I also really like is they introduce number one, but they don't have him stop and explain anything he just i'm number one he, i am the head of this organization welcome homer yeah out, no and it's like none of that it's just straight into the hazing stuff which is just funny and yeah. you get who he is from first of all performance and just the hazing funniness oh yeah 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 i love the hazing i love the 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 prank nature of the hazing thing yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, <laughs> very totally frat, frat yeah. boy um blinding him having the fan blowing in his hair <laughs> and then pushing him off the five-story drop and of course, there's a punchline to that because you know why. I mean, it's funny enough for them, but now you got to make it funny for us as well. Mm-hmm. But him falling through the fall was funny enough. But if you listen, he falls through five times. Oh, yeah. So it is literally a five-story. And then drop. he says, "I think I have to do it again. <laughs> My blindfold came off." So in the next bit, when he is getting the, his ass paddled, uh, he said, "What was <laughs> crossing of the desert?" Unblinking and this we eye. Call the unblinking eye. And then I love Homer's line. This is exactly like the wreck of the Hesperon. What's that? Wrath of the Hesperon, I think it was. Uh, I think it was the wreck. I believe it's vaguely biblical nonsense. Could mm. be about a ship, maybe, from biblical times. Googling the Hesperon. <laughs> yeah, I didn't quite get the reference, but I got the idea that this implied... It's been there going was on another, for a while. Yeah. <laughs> there was another one, maybe more. <laughs> and then the paddling of the swollen ass. With paddles. <laughs> There's a good whisper. Wreck of the Hesperus? Poem. The Wreck of the Hesperus. It's like getting your ass paddled for hours. Yeah, it's uh, American poet Henry Wadson Longfellow. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know know, uh, what Schwarzwald is into his Americana. He is. uh, Oh, speaking of Schwarzwald or into his Americana, the retelling of the Declaration of Independence, <laughs> which is probably how it went. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We just created the greatest democracy on earth, you low-life commoner. <laughs> <laughs> Please, sir, you're destroying my establishment. Quaff, quaff, quaff. I'd love quaff. that as like a, a, a drinking chant. So is that an actual old school word for skull? I didn't quaff. know. Quaff yeah. is like to, uh, you know, sample the way you quaff. Mm. <laughs> mm. The way a Viking would quaff ale. I think of quaffing as when more of it gets in your beard than in your mouth. <laughs> Good point. But uh, this feels so, uh, you know, English and proper. It's mm. great to finally have a word for something I've done so many times. <laughs> <laughs> Let's have some more Googling. I've gone and quaffed myself. To drink, in brackets, something, especially an alcoholic drink, in bracket, heartily. 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 Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, so you can definitely chant quaff while sculling something. <laughs> oh, they were. <laughs> now let us party. Like it was 1799. <laughs> Hard to get a good 1999 joke. It is, but damn. <laughs> 
When it lands. When it lands. So let's talk about the wackiness of this episode. Now, this is what I love about the wackiness of this episode. It is all justified. It did so much work setting up the secret society and, mm-hmm. oh my God, what can't they do? Sort yeah, of. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I do um, love that whole back and forth with Homer and Lace who's like, what do they do? They're dead. Oh, the things they do. My stars. Not as such, though. Not as such. Oh, oh, Stone of Shame, Stone of Triumph. That was pretty yep, wacky. Yep. Yeah. Uh, the whole Looney Tunes breaking through the ceiling. But hey, yeah. it, it moved the plot forward. <laughs> stone of Triumph. <laughs> Remove the Stone of Shame. Attach the Stone of Triumph. Love the pause there. Uh, good old Pity Stewart. <laughs> and yeah, uh, uh, the Ark of the Covenant bit. Yeah, it just it felt so natural though. Like even the drowning cat. Looks <laughs> <laughs> like how the when he does fix the leak, he just fishes the cat out immediately. Yeah, just with a simple one bolt. Yeah, <laughs> love that handshake. Oh yeah. What if I was to shake your hand in this manner? <laughs> like he checks the book. For- <laughs> yeah, <laughs> has to refresh. Yeah, fair enough. He's a new member. Yeah. Well, I mean, the fifth step. That's the tricky one. Oh yeah. <laughs> I guess like the only like real problem I have with this episode is that the the first act is like I think it is like ten minutes long because acts two and three felt like they were moving through the pieces a bit quickly, but I mean it still it followed such a logical I through line. I, I don't think there's a time difference. I think it's just there's so much packed into that because mm. you know network executives don't care how tightly packed your um how long you need for your first act. They want that first commercial break when they have it yeah. scheduled. Yeah, I think yeah. it just felt. Yeah, because just so much happens. Time slowed down. There's no <laughs> wasted space in that entire section. Time stands still. So it's just all pure, uncut. No, majesty. it is. You go from majesty. Homer's life being constantly inconvenienced and getting a glimpse of. But still, in funny ways, you're getting the laugh at it. And you don't realize I'm being told plot right now. Yeah, yeah. It, it tricks you into feeling stuff. It's. Amazing. Oh, they always trick me into feelings. <laughs> so speaking of which, where was the heart in this episode? Oh, um... Go on, H- Homer's quest for acceptance? Yeah, absolutely. Um, The No Homer's mm-hmm. Club. Yeah. It's been happening to me all my life. He just wants friends. It's Kids can be really so sad. Cool. We can't. We can? <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. Yeah, for Bart and Lisa being rarely in this episode, mm. they got their fucking best. They got the, some of the best moments. They they really worked with what they got, didn't Ooh, they? Yeah. And coming back to the heart again, you know, uh, Marge is trying to make Homer feel better when his club is dismantled. <laughs> and, <laughs> and only two of those members have special rings. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I meant to win. And then I just love disappointed whistle ring sound. (laughs) (laughs) I hope that's in the script. Disappointed whistle ring. (laughs) Yeah, knowing Swartzwell, he would have written it in. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, that's where the heart was. They went for that moment. It's like, you're part of our family. And then they paddle his ass anyway. (laughs) Yeah. We've got to be let in. Yeah. (laughs) Now it's Lisa's turn. It's only fair. Oh, yeah, absolutely. What, you just get into the club just because you're the father of it? <laughs> well, I mean, that's it. Because, like, when, just when you're thinking, okay, this was Bart's idea, you know. Yeah. <laughs> no, this was all set up. Marge probably went before I just, him. I just like the implication that they probably took the paddles from the stonecutter's hall. <laughs> He's yeah. like, well, may as well take these. 
Yep, leave the monkeys and pillage what we want. <laughs> Pretty leave much. Leave the monkeys. Come on, kids, take Somewhere everything. Somewhere in Springfield, there's a big, empty, ruined hall yep. filled with monkeys with guns. <laughs> in Civil War <laughs> uniforms. <laughs> yeah. It's like Far Cry or something. Yeah, that's crazy, yeah. Next, the, the new one coming out. No, I just, I just like the implication. Come on, kids, let's loot everything that isn't nailed down. Yeah. <laughs> and if it is nailed down, crowbar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it wasn't like going for those heart moments, but man, they hit it without trying. Mm. Like, yeah, with the homers non acceptance, the family like still being there for him well, at the end you of have, the day. It's not the driving force behind the episode, but you have enough there for it to have gravitas. That's enough. That's yes. Oh. You feel Homer's plight is not being, being an accepted person anywhere he goes. Mm. And uh, now he finally has that. Your beer night, keggers, keg blasters, <laughs> AA meetings. Oh, how do we all forget? Sorry, before on previous quarter lines, how do we all forget? Now let's get drunk and play ping pong. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. I really love their sort of implied uh, what it is to be a secret society. Yeah. Like I love the 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 dichotomy or the juxtaposition yeah. or the you know the secret societies always have this we're so holy and a thousand hundred thousand years old yeah. and secretly run the government and all every every conspiracy it's it was us all along yeah our noble heritage dating back to the earliest stone masons <laughs> and really it's a bunch of fucking dudes with their beers and yeah. fucking yeah, yeah. You, you had that great little line where he's like Tonight we celebrate the fifteen-hundredth anniversary of our sacred parchment, and for this, we're having ribs. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Hence why we had ribs uh, earlier uh, tonight. <laughs> and it's it really shows that I mean, the masquerade and the the festival of it all. The, I'm not the festival. What's the word? The the hoity-toityness. The there's a pageantry the, the, to the pageantry. The drama. Thank you. The, the pageantry. pageantry the yeah. drama. The the sense of importance yeah. is there to make them feel good, but really they're just meeting up as an excuse to hang out, right? Yeah. And and I really love that comment on human nature. Yeah. They want to feel special, but they just want to want to have their fun. It makes me feel like if you ever uncover the Illuminati, they'll be like, right now, if we could control the world, but. Let's just get a beer first. Yeah, for real. Like, I mean, have you ever been in a small, like, club of, like, 30 to 50 people? It's hard enough to get them to b figure out the colour scheme that they're going to pick for their banners. Like, yeah. there's, there's no, no way that the uh, Illuminati can control shit. Oh, for they'll real. Get, they'll for get real. as far as trying to pick what they're having for lunch tonight, and, yeah, Jay-Z will be like, I'm having ribs, and then Beyonce's like, no, we're vegan now. And They'll spend so much time making themselves look mysterious, you know? Yeah. We need the cool outfits, we need the book with thousands of years of nonsense, we need <laughs> mysterious symbols everywhere. And then yep. just give up and you order pizza, because it's the easiest. That is, and it's what everyone likes. And it's I mean, deep down, it's what everyone wanted. Yeah. Except for Craig, who's vegan now. Craig. <sighs> Do they have Craig? Craig. It's pronounced Craig. Yeah. <laughs> of course he is. Craig, <laughs> Craig the vegan. <laughs> um, but speaking of the outfits and stuff... I kept noticing how cool Dr. Hibbard's headgear yeah, was. Yeah, I know. He's the only he, one who has it. He's got to be like number three or four or something. He's got to be up maybe two. I don't know. It's, it feels like it was going to be. Yeah, he I like that number out. one's headgear was clearly just couch cushions strapped together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, behind, I mean, pageantry aside, that's also a good point of the absurd sort yeah, of. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we're so, we need something that looks really cool. That's exactly what like kids starting a club would make that's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I bet they started this club when they were like t 
eight, and they just <laughs> kept, kept it going. Yeah. You know, it's like hey, it's like what, what's gone. the name of some of the um, KKK high members? They're like Grand Dragons, High Wizard, em- and Emperor, and Dragon, Super and, Cyclops. Yeah. It's like <laughs> you thought these Ice were Panther. great when you were nine. Didn't yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be the Grand High Venomous Cyclops Dragon Sword, <laughs> <laughs> and that's higher. But then the next high. I also have an everything proof shield, and you can't <laughs> shoot me, Craig. <laughs> <gasps> it's a black guy. Quick, quick, combine to form Ultra Dragon. <laughs> <laughs> quick, put on your mouse. I can't see you out of this thing. <laughs> Who the <laughs> fuck made these? <laughs> Paul's mom? God damn it. <laughs> she worked all night on these. Now, we're not saying that the masks were a bad idea. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong movie. Wrong yep. movie. Yep. So. Another bit of wackiness. Yes, there was a legit alien in their club as yeah, well. Exactly. <laughs> so Martians confirmed. Yeah. <laughs> Believe. So yes or no? Yes. yes. Indeed. We do. <laughs> nice. Uh, so and I'll do it again. We're the ones who put Simpsons episodes in a playlist. What playlist does Home of the Great belong in? Oh, wow. oh. There um, must be a secret club or. I don't know, Secrets of yeah, Springfield. put it with, like, uh, the Speakeasy. When yeah, Speakeasy's up. good. Beer Baron. Um, um, even with, like, McCartney's Secret Garden on top of a poo's shed. Yep, yep. Um, uh, a poo's shed. The one where Homer <laughs> eats flowers, his secret shame. <laughs> Bit of a stretch, but sure, why not? <laughs> um, uh, just Simpsons in power, put it that way. Yeah, mm. uh, guest stars not playing themselves. Yep, also good. Yeah, uh, Patrick's... Ch- Man, what so a... So good. Golden voice of fucking... Deliciousness. I know. I know. Um, he makes it so. I feel like it'd be good with oh, Homer trying to make friends. Mm. Yeah, he doesn't you know? do that often or easily. Yeah. yeah, put it with grimy and grimy. Even the Flanders, Flandersy one. Or when he goes to a new bar and is like, "Can I have yeah. a clean glass?" Yeah. There yeah. you go, Your Majesty. Yeah, Homer's uh, isolation. Like it's a, it's a weird thread. Actually, yeah, it comes up a lot. He's a lonely man. It's mm. a sad thing to say. It really is, but here we are. <laughs> <laughs> but here we are. Yeah, it was a very Homer-centric episode as well. There was not a lot of the rest of the Simpson family. Sorry, I just saw your notes and I can just see feel. Yeah, that must be your <laughs> list of questions. I was looking at it before. Yep. Is that I, I see it's number five there it and just, it's number six there. It just puts the emphasis Revised on... Revised list is uh, on that uh, side. Yeah. <laughs> and then squeezed in. Oh, that question I forgot to ask. Is there a scene that you would like to add or delete from this episode? Ooh. Definitely not delete. Everything is so damn good. Yeah. Uh, add. Ooh, that's tough. Yeah, I don't. I don't think there's much I, you could do to it. I know. I I love the. I my favorite part of sort of the stonecuttery arc is the sense of mystery. Mm. The I love Lenny going. It's a secret. Because that's up. such a cute childhood thing. Yeah. <laughs> like, he doesn't want to tell you, but he wants you to know that he doesn't want to tell you. Yeah. There's a thing I'm not telling you. Yeah. <laughs> and they bury it so well. And, like, with, you only know it's a secret, and the first hint of the stonecutter that you get is the symbol on his ring when mm-hmm. he's getting the yeah. free buzz collar. Yeah. Yep. Man, I fantasized about having that ring a lot oh, in yeah. primary school. Oh, my. <laughs> hey, how do I start a secret organization? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. At what point do I get my ring? <laughs> my cola ring. Um, but, I mean, it, that was such a smart way to do it. I don't think I even said anything about stonecutters until, oh, Lenny dropped the ball and said, you can't join the stonecutters because it's yeah. secret or just... Yeah. It's too exclusive. Um, 
Uh, I mean, we already mentioned the the bit where Homer says "shut up" because Lenny's d- busy drinking. Yep. Yeah. Um, but I think all that mystery is like the the, the best part for me because yeah. yeah. I mean, so adding more will take away from that mystery. That's yeah, yeah. Or yep. bringing something in earlier, mm. you could have maybe like even pushed the stonecutters further into the second act, and he could have had like a like an unraveling the mystery, like a. Who's the Da Vinci guy? Um, not who's the Da Vinci guy, of course. But Tom Hanks. <laughs> Ron Howard. Ah, oh, you jerks. You're both jerks. Um, Brand down. Oh, that works. Brand down. Could have been... Um, yeah, so, so the, I mean, there's sort of room to explore that mystery, and you could almost have that semi-theological mysticism kind of played up a bit. and Yeah. But I feel like it wouldn't have been as effective. You know, it's... It's it's like looking at the Mona Lisa and being like, you know what? Maybe if we gave her a silly hat, <laughs> <laughs> maybe if we put her eyebrows back, she should smile more. Just someone <laughs> there, yeah. <laughs> put some lipstick on her for fuck's sake. You know, <laughs> if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah, mm-hmm. that that's it. I I I don't know where to begin fixing this episode. Much like the other one, I didn't know where to begin fixing it, but for the opposite reason. Yeah. Okay, I kind of want to know what's on the parchment, but only not in an episode <laughs> context because I want to make my own. Yeah, <laughs> you want to make your own sacred parchment? Print it up and have it on the wall and use it for a bit. <laughs> As if you wouldn't buy sacred parchment bibs. That's true. Oh my <laughs> God, why haven't they marketed that? You were saying before, why didn't they sell Simpsons uh, Stonecutter signs? Why don't, the... why don't they sell the rings? Why don't they sell the mugs? Why don't they sell parchments? Why don't they sell parchment map napkins? It's all just, come on. I would have told them to be quiet and take all my dollary dues. Pride July is over. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. I had something to say. Uh, wrong one. I'm a chicken, March. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. That was great. Self-hypnosis classes to help us ignore Grandpa. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's three months later. And I still think I'm a chicken. <laughs> and he doesn't do anything chickeny. <laughs> no, he just says, I'm a chicken. <laughs> I'm a chicken, Marge. I'm I a chicken. Know, I know. But yeah, just uh, working from the where did we start, where did we finish, Homer has nothing. Homer had everything but lost it all at the end. Like, tale as old as time. Yeah, it's perfect like that. It doesn't have any of the absurdity to it. Well, if we're going strictly from where it's, it started with a leak in the basement and ended with Lisa paddling Homer. <laughs> oh, that's About much better. About to paddle Homer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. With paddles. Homer getting spanked by his children. <laughs> Oh, sorry. Yeah, the sa- the sacred parchment, the baffling desecration of it all as well. <laughs> yeah, uh, such a good bit. Blows yeah. his nose, cleans his ears. Homer, no! It's you really, really are, are stupid. <laughs> and it's just it's so Homer as well, just missing what he's done wrong, and like doing everything he can possibly think of to make it up. He really has that so poor hard. golden retriever face yeah. there. <laughs> he's like, what's wrong? What did I do? What's wrong? Have I got a boogie? Is there some earwax hanging? <laughs> I just want to impress you. Ah, <laughs> oh, you poor son of a bitch. Yeah, like yeah. when the golden retriever drops the bird, de- dead bird on your couch and it's like, I did good. <laughs> so like, you want dead squirrel instead? I'll give you whatever you want. <laughs> oh my God, it sent, you sent me back outside. I must get another dead animal. <laughs> I have not appeased him. 
Anyway, in that segment, when Homer does go mad with power and decides to start uh, helping the community on Lisa's advice, I really like how the stonecutters are all very bad at it. Like, Herman just fucking lobs the ball straight at the kid's chest. I like that Herman's playing catch if he's got one hand. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, you can, you can. It's just harder. It seems like the yeah. wrong job for him. Barney's just walking with kids clinging to him. Yeah. <laughs> Mo got stuck down the slide. <laughs> ah, for the love of God, someone get the jaws of life. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, He's stuck. And uh, Burns in the swing. Um, Fire! Really saw Burns out of power in this episode. Oh, yeah. There's another weird playlist. Burns without power. But yeah, all that like led up to it good with Homer like getting everything he wanted and having everyone let him win all the time. Yeah, and... he had everything and then they're just like, we gotta kill him! <laughs> Take it easy, Mo. We'll hear from the Stonecutter World Council. Kill him. Kill him. Kill him. Kill the fool! Right, I'm going to have to disagree. Orville, Jack, and Mister. So, Orville, Red, and Barker, maybe? I'm assuming. Even though he's the popcorn guy, but okay. Sure, yeah, why not? I didn't actually know it for the longest time, but that was meant to be Jack Nicholson. It's just weird, because it doesn't look like him. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Um, we didn't really talk about when Baskins and Robbins turned into... They, they <laughs> took up the Baskins and Robbins sign and put down abandoned shop sign. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, it was so just so smart like yeah. to bring it's like the- a legitimate businessman's club yeah <laughs> do we mention the part where he gets crowned and he's doing like the the Dalai Lama thing where he runs on stage and everyone <laughs> so y- you were saying that's a reference to I something I feel like it's a reference there's a bit where he's running through like silk sheets all giddy and I'm yeah. pretty sure it's a reference to the movie The Last Emperor is it The Last Emperor is it like seven years in Tibet or something it could, I, it could I be thought a lot it was Kundun it could be a it's lot of Kundun. things that's way more recent yeah, I, I'm pretty sure, but they're all about the same dudes, you know. It's the same kind of thing, you yeah. know. Someone young in immense amounts of power. Yeah, I'm definitely saying it's the Last Emperor reference because their hats are very similar. This is his hat in the Last Emperor. Yeah, and this is Homer's hat in that scene. <laughs> <laughs> very pointy and red and black. I love the painting that that guy's doing of oh, him yeah. after that scene as well. You mean this painting? That is it. For our podcast listeners, <laughs> picture that this, was it. if you will. <laughs> picture Homer doing this with one hand and this with another <laughs> hand. And everyone doing like in the background. And yep. that's what it looks like. <laughs> Perfect. This has been Describing Art with BT Calloway. <laughs> <laughs> Next week, the screen. <laughs> So it's like he got his hands here, but his face is all what? <laughs> and the background's all. Alright, uh any other notes about the episode, guys? Oh, uh yeah, one more thing. Um they did the same echo bit from the last episode, which was done really badly in the last episode. Heinous, anus, anus. Yep. It was done yeah. really f- well in this one. Yeah. Where what did he say? I'm so alone your or new, something? Your new status has isolated you from other human beings. What do you mean isolated? Yeah. Great line. Really funny. Clever way to set up the echo bit. And I noticed that the camera did little jump pans out in time with the echo. Oh, yeah. Really drove it home. That was really well done. Yeah. Oh, the Just art and story were just an absolute marriage in this episode. Like so many great visual bits. So many great um, talky bits and... Okay, they have a stonecutter's bib, but it's fucking bullshit. Boo. No. It's just the stonecutter's logo on a white background. Complete missed opportunity there. If you run an Etsy, you have an opportunity now. Yeah. To corner the market and sell at least two. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe three. <laughs> I'll get one. Four. 
You know what? I'll I'll, I'll wear. I'll get one for me as well. I'll eat with the <laughs> nephews. We'll all wear stonecutters bibs. Oh, it'll be so good for when we're, when you're having ribs. Yeah, when one of us dunks spaghetti on someone's head. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I guess it is time to rank this thing. We do. <laughs> mm. BT, mm. your turn. Ah, cubic zirconia. It's beautiful. No, I really can't just move it to anything else. It just feels too iconic. It's too well packed, especially especially that first part. There's not a single second that is wasted. It's all goddamn hilarious. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, the plot carries throughout. You don't get huge the thump bumps heart feelings, but there's enough to make it feel important and feel like there's yeah. weight behind why why the characters are doing what they're doing. Definitely themes of. His loneliness in the heart sort of there. Yeah, he, yep. he joined this club because he was lonely and it's now isolated him further. It's irony. He's got everything he wants, but does he really want it? Can he fix it? Does he lose it anyway? Yes. The answer to all these questions <laughs> are yes. <laughs> Jack? Yes, we do. Yes, absolutely. A thousand, oh, a thousand times yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I, I can't think of anything bad to say about it. Mm. That's about it. That's, yeah. that's good enough. I can't think of anything bad about this episode. Yeah. And I feel all warm and happy. Yeah, yeah. I know, it's the perfect antidote to fucking the last oh, one. It's it like just? I'm wearing oh. a hat that has cushions taped to the side, just like the Stonecutters <laughs> guy's hat. <laughs> and it's warm and fuzzy in here now, and I'm happy. Indeed yeah. it is. And that's why I give it a cubic zirconia too. And like, I'm trying to think back over the conversation. I think the only criticism I said is I think that the first act is a little long, but that's like... That could be because it is so jam-packed. I mean, in that first act, you go from, yeah, Homer wanting, Homer suspecting that others have it better. For what reason, though? And following them, discovering the stonecutters, and then doing his initiation. Yeah. Uh, like, like, if, if that you is mis- huge. Anyone listening knows this episode. It doesn't cut for the first ad break until Drunken Play Ping Pong. That's the first break. And there's wow. so much that happens wow. up until then. Yeah. It's basically a three-act structure in that, on two at least. And looking at the worst episodes, like Dangers on a Train and Funeral for a Fiend tonight, it is actually amazing to me, like, how those episodes actually make this one better. At least Dangers was just boring, but it wasn't bad. Dangers it was, was boring, dull. Fiend was actively bad, and this one was actively good. Just every possible way. Yeah, like you said, no time wasted, everything was purposeful so many things came back again mm. mm-hmm. unexpectedly so as well it's fucking amazing this is why the simpsons and oh that's the last thing i wanted to say and it's the perfect homer episode oh yeah exactly where he's he's dumb but more dumb in his overexcitement in his golden golden retrievalness yeah. he's dumb and sweet yeah, yeah, he's just really excited and not terribly bright. No, he's trying to be a jerk ass. He just wants to hang out with the yeah, other kids. He just wants friends, wants mm. to be part of the gang. Yep, wants to do something more for the community. That backfires and they try to kill him. Yeah. <laughs> the tale as old as time. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, that has been The Simpsons. Oh, and yeah, that's an overall cubic zirconia. That joins about fucking 20 episodes right now. <laughs> Good. It's it's a good list. The uh, ultimate unanimous cubic zirconia is like that is an amazing weekend if you got the time. We've got like a season's worth of cubic zirconia. Wow, at the nice. nothing but the cubics. Yeah, man, <laughs> grab them by the cubes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, why not? Enjoy our cubes. Oh. All right, well, that has been the final episode for The Dank. Uh, Catch us next time when we're coming live from our new studios. Nice.
Ooh, I cannot wait to see them. I'm so excited. <laughs> I know. I cannot wait to sit comfortably in that studio and, and talk directly to you where I can actually see your faces instead of having to awkward look sideways across the couch. This is a joke for three people. So. Yeah, you, you, you're actually talking to a silent podcast audience. I know. I'm a dick. <laughs> I'm happy to talk to you guys as much as you want. Um, you may not see me, but I see you from outside your window. <laughs> yes, I see you, Darren. Just wanted to freak out the Darrens. All right, we're losing it. It's time to wrap this thing up. Okay, goodbye, Dank. Hello, unnamed studio. You know they said wank. <laughs> so long, Dank. Hello, wank. <laughs> That's what I'll be doing once you fuckers leave. Woo! You didn't do it before? Oh. <laughs> before, during, and after. It's my ritual. <laughs> Don't be a stranger. Stay out of danger. <laughs> All right, and that has been Danny. That has been Beach. My God, he's absolutely right. And I've been your host, Elliot J. O'Neill. That's all the mustard in the tank. Goodbye, Dank. Hello, Wank. Thank you for checking out the Simpsons Index podcast. Don't forget to go to www.thesimpsonsindex.com for the spreadsheet and information about upcoming episodes. And for today's extra content... Bowels. Mm. Mm. Ha, ha. <laughs> Start them off with farts. If you begin with farts, it only gets better from there. If you begin with farts, it only gets wetter from there. ho hey <laughs> Sorry. No! <laughs> <laughs> if your daddy taught you good... If your mama raised no fool... <laughs> so, sounds like it'd be very dramatic. Miss O'Neill, you have raised a fool. <laughs> sounds like a very weird episode of Mori Povich. According to our DNA <laughs> tests, your mother has raised a fool. All right, everybody comfy, everybody rumpy, everybody ready and raring to go. I mean, I'm some of those things. <laughs> I've ticked at least three boxes. I was born rumpy. <laughs> so what's on your birth certificate? Rumpy Rosewell. <laughs> Named after his grandmama. Who was also a Rosewell. All right. <clears throat> six, God damn it. Six, six Scotchmen sculling shots of scotch. Mm, six, six Scotchmen sculling shots of Szechuan schnapps. Harry Potter pocketed it, but Ed had edited it. <laughs> six, six Scotsmen sculling Scots of Scotch. <laughs> oh, wow, in Scottish, nice. Now say it with a German accent. Oh, six, six Scotsmen sculling Scotch of Scotch. <laughs> now say it with a German accent. <laughs> <laughs> Props to our latest, highest-ranked U.S. state, which is Illinois this month. I know nothing about you. There's a Chicago in there. Oh. And an Aurora, where the Wainswald are from. Oh. Blue's brothers were from Chicago, I think. Yep, yep. Sweet home, Chicago. Uh, <laughs> Chicago, the band? Mm-hmm. They're yeah. They're not from Chicago, I don't think. Probably not. <laughs> no, they're from Boston, unlike Boston, who are from Delaware. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not to be confused with America. Or Texas. Texas are a band? Yeah, they're Scottish. I thought it was just... <laughs> <laughs>
Or the oh, Australian guys. girls who all their exes live in um, Texas, Massachusetts. That's the band. <laughs> Stupid Americans. Learn the metric system, you lazy cunts. You got a bit of a pet peeve there, mate. You're, you're ragging on the audience again. Stop, <laughs> right. Yep. Sorry to all our Illinois listeners. <laughs> I'm sorry, but just at times you Illinois me. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Elliot, oh, come on. I bet you they've never heard that before. <laughs> and I actually kind of feel like there's a good chance they haven't. The bits where we cut to the show were boring. And it, <clears throat> there were no good jokes to mind from that. Yeah. Sorry if we're a little light on this episode, guys. We're so like brain bogged there's, with there's the, just so nothing much to pork. mine here. Brain bogged with so much pork. <laughs> oh, well, there's the, the yeah. No, he's he's got me. He's yeah, got me. Yeah. Oh my god, your feet look like cartoons. His feet look like cartoons. Yeah, fucking bright red shoes with bright blue socks. It's the combination. With, with bunnies with chainsaws on. It is beautiful. <laughs> Good life. Wow, you're slowly morphing. Into like Roger Rabbit. <laughs> From the fade up, yeah. Oh. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, T-Turtle.com have fantastic shoes and socks and, no, sorry, socks and shirts that I wear all the time. No shoes, though. No, no shoes, just socks and t-shirts. Full of adorable yet gimmicky and quirky designs. <laughs> <laughs> I am not wearing any right now, but socks Kitch I Kitsch as a bitch. Oh, yeah. That's probably not their slogan. <laughs> it should be. No, but it, it is them. the slogan of their their corporate mascot, Mitch the Kitsch Bitch. Oh, yes. <laughs> Live on Twitch. Ooh. <laughs>